AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term booking. guys thank you so very much for joining us right here on off the script this is your aew dynamite post show for august 17th 2022 i am your host jd from new york as always coming to you live from the ots beer garden thank you guys so very much for joining me on your wednesday evenings wherever you may be as always i'm joined by the shy town smart scissor me jesse what's going on bro how you doing? I'm not going to scissor you, bro. <laughs> What's good? What's good, man? What's going on? Not much, man. A lot of shit happening tonight, right? Oh, my goodness, man. I don't even know what the hell we're going to get into first, man. This is crazy. What the fuck does TK have up his sleeve, bro? Oh, my goodness. I think he's hiding a whole lot more than what he's showing us, man. You uh, listen, man. You, you know, we talk about Triple H making statements for the last three weeks on uh, on Friday night and Monday night. TK dropped a goddamn bombshell on us tonight. We might as well get right into it, guys. If you didn't watch Dynamite tonight, if you're just joining us on the stream, you're going to catch up with Dynamite a little bit later on, possibly tomorrow. Jesse TK announced to the whole world that we're not waiting for all out. We're getting John Moxley and CM Punk for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship next week in Cleveland. And everybody is very confused by this decision. Now, I want to say this. I'm excited for it. And when TK goes out and makes a bombshell statement like that, I don't think that he is not going to deliver. Now, everybody was like, is he really going to do this match next week, Jesse. Is he going to give us a DQ or a fuck finish next week? What is your line of thinking here, bro? Because literally, I mean, we talked about this for, for weeks, and he hasn't been on TV for well, since double or nothing. But is the asshole from Plainview, Long Island on speed dial, bro? Yeah, I got I got a theory about what's going on. And it, and, it, and it goes back and it goes back into last week. And I didn't I didn't really press it too much because I didn't feel like hearing the bullshit from your fans. But <laughs> <laughs> you already know what I'm talking. So wait, wait, you you calling my fans assholes, bro? Bro, bro, <laughs> you're calling my VIPs assholes, bro. Bro, I call you an asshole. Yes, Why you do. Your fans not be assholes. <sighs> I'm an asshole most of the time, so don't take it as an insult. You know, who media says that you're a genuine asshole, bro? No, 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 (laughs) no, no. Get on with your fucking point, man. We got got a fucking paying audience here. What's going on? Well, what's this theory? What the fuck? I think Punk is still hurt. I think Punk is still hurt a little bit more than, you know, than than we might be thinking. So, um, and I think... I also think the injury to Punk kind of fucked up a lot of plans with MJF. A lot of plans with MJF. So I think I think they're bringing him back early. I think we're going to get some kind of shit to happen next week 
to either change or alter the all-out main event to get MJF in and get Punk out or just add MJF to it. But I don't think Punk is well enough to carry a full match by himself. I could be wrong. Don't fucking shoot me. But... um. Now, why would you? I'm going to stop you right there. Why? Why would you go out and make a statement like that when he was in the ring last week, jumping around on the foot? He came out and proved everybody that he was pretty much good to go. Came out tonight and you know wanted to fight Adam Page. He obviously did what he did with Moxley tonight, and he's back. If Punk wasn't clear, bro, I don't think we Tony Khan would wait however long it needs to take to get him back at full strength and have him be the world champion. Why would he bring him back if he's not cleared? Yeah, okay. So, if Punk was fully healed, he wouldn't be out there hopping around on the fucking foot trying to prove to us how healed he was, all right? Let's start right there. I mean, was he trying to prove to us? All right, he's he's, he's putting on he's putting on the, the act that he, they want to put on. I don't think Punk is 100%. Yes, which was the same act at the Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, um, so... I don't think he's a hundred percent. I think it is. I think it is a little bit of a combination of a little bit of pressure and heat coming from up north and from over there from Stanford, man, to put on something compelling. And I think that he may be changing the all-out main event um, due to the circumstances of Punk's injury and the timing of it and everything else. So um, I I just don't feel like they they booked us CM Punk versus Moxley to combine the titles next week on Dynamite with one week of fucking build. One week. We got about three minutes of a promo. That's our build. That's not a fucking CM Punk John Moxley match. Title unification match? No. No, 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 no. One week of long-term booking, right? No. Well, I mean... Listen, man, no. you're, you're you're talking to the master of long-term booking here. Okay, it's it's in it's in my fucking intro. It's pretty much what I've lived and died. That's the hell I've died on. What was what was the best wrestling match we got tonight? The best wrestling match that we got tonight was Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia, two out of three falls. Now, what was the main issue with that match? Too many commercial breaks. And we're gonna put on Punk and fucking Moxley next week on TV as well. He may no, come bro. out. He may come out and say, hey, "Listen, we're giving you this match commercial free." No, bro. Something's he may up, bank man. with that fucking House of Dragon shit tonight, man. I don't even know how much oh, fucking Jesus HBO Max paid him. Jesus fucking I, Christ! I want to see the show just to, just to see why they're fucking promoting it. I'll watch I mean, it. I don't fucking. I don't. I don't know, man. I love me a good dragon fucking episodic saga. Not me. I was. I was oddly a fan of. You know, Game of Thrones, to be honest. I watched it once. I'm not going to go back and watch the series again, but I did watch it through. I was entertained, but I'm not going to watch this spinoff, though. All right, you got you got a point about this match going on next week with fucking four commercial breaks in between because if they do do the match, it's not going less than 20 minutes. I mean... So, I, I mean, if they do the match next week, Jesse, I, I mean, yeah, you mentioned long-term booking. I want to throw something out there. It may be it may be a little a little hypocritical of me because this is the hill I die on. But you know, Moxley was the interim champion. How much of a long term booking do you want this long term booking to be? How long of a of a long term booking storyline do you want John Moxley and CM Punk to be when Moxley literally was the AEW interim champion carrying the company, and it was always his job to carry the company until Punk came back. 
and then drop the title to Punk. You know, we only discussed it last week that it may not be so predictable with the way John Moxley's been performing. We said it last week. He's the MVP of AEW. He may be the, M- the MVP of all pro wrestling, to be quite honest with you. But how much long-term booking do you want when someone is basically interim champion and holding the title only till the champion gets back? How much booking do I want? We get CM Punk versus John Moxley, and we get a three-minute promo where they pretty much threw out every heater that they had about each other in one segment, and now we get a match next week. And you don't think we could have done more than that. They gave us like three to four weeks of fucking promos with Punk and MJF. Yes, because they never crossed paths. Huh? They never crossed paths. How much but do you bro, want? How, how much story do you want between Moxley and, and CM Punk? I mean, it, I it pretty much build. died after the fucking Roman Reigns Seth Rollins comment tonight. I want no, no. I want build. You can't just say, "Well, the match sells itself," and then leave the fans to assume the rest of the story. Yeah, I know that Mox was in the Shield, and I know what happened with, you know, the Shield being formed and how Punk wanted, you know, Cash's own look, but. They got to they gotta give us more than this, man. You can't even expect the fans to fill in the blanks. They gave us one week of build for, for a title unification match. I can't believe I got to explain this shit to you. This doesn't, this doesn't make you any don't sense. Need, you don't need to explain anything to me. This makes no sense. This so, what do we do ne- so what do we do next week? We go, you, you think Tony Khan is not going to do the fucking match next week? I have no idea what the fuck he's doing next week because it makes no sense. He's not announcing that match tonight and then not going into next week and, and not, not putting on the match going into next week. He's not going to do I, that. Hey, he I'm, would get chewed alive if he did that. I'm, I'm in the same belief as you, but it still makes no sense. It makes zero sense. It feels like, it feels like they just have to get that title off of Punk for some reason. Right about that. That's which, what it would feels be, like which, right would, which would play into what we talked about Last week, I mentioned this to you because you were on, on this thing about the last couple weeks we saw Punk. You know, he's still hurt. He's still hurt. You know, I, I don't really believe he's 100% cleared. So I threw it out you, uh, or threw it uh, out at you, thinking, all right, well, if Moxley is riding hot so far with his interim AEW title, what if he actually does beat Punk and then Moxley takes the title into All Out and then drops it to MJF? The story with MJF would be, you know, he's got a gripe with all these ex-WWE guys coming in here, and it really doesn't matter who he beats first, if it's Moxley and then Punk or Punk and then Moxley. That's where they may be going with this. We may actually be getting MJF versus John Moxley at All Out if you are 100% correct in the fact that you think that CM Punk is still injured. That makes sense. You know, if, if that's the case, that would make sense. Yeah, the story with MJF having the issue with the ex-WWE guys, but the fact that this... We were waiting for this feud. We were not. We were not waiting for this match, bro. We were not waiting for the match of Punk and Mox. We were waiting for the feud, and we get one week. One week. That's not enough. They can tell a lot more of a story than this with this kind of matchup than one week, and then go into a dynamite fucking match. Where they're gonna fucking unify the titles? What story? What, what story do you want, bro? I mean, I could come up with a, a variety of matches that give us a couple of weeks of TV, and then we get the pay per view match. FTR is booked with Wardlow into the in this fucking Jay Lethal garbage, so he doesn't even have his boys in FTR. And Moxley's got the Combat Club with him. What is Punk going to do with Moxley to to build outside of dropping a pipe bomb here and a pipe bomb there and cutting a great promo? Uh, on Mars. what what type of build do you want? That's the question I'm asking you. What type of build do you want? 
bro, we can, my God, we can get so deep into a feud between Moxley and Punk and everything else. There's there's literally years of content there to just build a feud for a couple of weeks. I can't believe, like, you think that all they pretty much get is, you know, a few minutes of a promo segment. That's good. You no know, row with it. That's about all we need. I'm not saying I disagree with you. I- I'm saying what do you want and how do you expect Tony Khan to generate the biggest amount of buzz? You know, he's probably waiting to bust his nut, bro. I mean, this he's, he's finally got his roster back at almost 100%. All those plans that we were talking about, now he's looking at them and they're staring him right in the face. So, I mean, unless you, are you confident? This is my other question. This is my other gripe with this. I agree with you. I I, I totally get where you're coming from. But my other side to this, this whole problem is, do you, if it really is Punk and MJF, do you feel like without doing the Moxley match with Punk at All Out, I mean, do you think if they actually did MJF and Punk at full gear and they built it like you would want it to be built, is there enough ammunition there to last from here all the way till the end of, uh, of November? For Punk and MJF? Yes. Uh, what, what, what are we going to do that we didn't get in the last two matches? Well, yeah, let's, let's stick to All Out first. He he said, But MJF uh, well, is the catalyst in this, brother. This is the reason right. why he's, he's, he's fast-tracking this. Has to be. Right. Well, well, we, we believe. We think. We believe. So, if the plan is to have MJF come out next week and interfere with the title match, why aren't we just doing that at All Out? Why are we, why are we fast-tracking that interaction to next week? I don't know. Why not just have the match at All Out and bring MJF out to interfere or do whatever it is he's probably going to do next week at the pay-per-view. And then we get the weeks of build from now into all out between Mox and, and, and between Mox and Punk. Why why are we why are we moving this match to what everybody pretty much assumed would be at all out to one week away with a quick startup promo from Punk threw out some fucking hardballs and then had them fight each other off for a few minutes. Now we're going to blow it off next week. Bro, I, I, I can't sit here. I can't sit here and think that Tony Khan does not have CM Punk fucking written in blood in that main event for All Out. CM Punk has to be in Chicago on that main event. He has to be. So is it a triple threat match yes. now? I mean, if they... Because if, if, you if, think, if, you think about, if you think about it in a triple threat sense, I mean, you know, he wants to keep Punk looking strong. He wants to keep Moxley looking strong. He does... You know, you got to look at it from Tony Khan's perspective, bro. If I'm Tony Khan, I'm looking at John Moxley, I'm like... All right, bro, you did your thing. Now you got to drop it to Punk, and then uh, you go back to the fucking Blackpool Combat Club and uh, just sit there behind Brian Danielson and uh, and and Claudio, who are going to be just as hot, if not more hot, than John Moxley, and then he's going to fade into the background. He wants to keep, to me anyway, if I'm Tony Khan, like I said, he wants to keep both of these guys looking absolutely red hot. If we do Moxley and Punk, one of them has to lose. I, I don't think that CM Punk and John Moxley are going to be treated that way by Tony Khan. I do think that if we include MJF in this thing and he fucks the matchup next week and he really comes back and, you know, causes this chaos for the company to a point where he forces Tony Khan to put him in the main event and he beats two ex-WWE guys in the main event, bro, that's a statement made and it validates everything he said in that pipe on promo. And, you know, I don't know who gets pinned in that match. Maybe he pins Punk to get the, the, the advantage in their feud. I don't know. 
They could come up so, with a way to keep both guys looking strong while MJF walks out with the championship, and then we have a hostile takeover of MJF and AEW. So, what they, what I think they're actually gonna do after hearing about this news and everything else, I have no fucking idea. But what it feels like is that Punk is not ready to go enough to put on a one-on-one main event pay-per-view match with Moxley. So they have to add in MJF to help carry the match. That's what it's starting to feel like to me. They, they have to insert him somehow into the... So, that's, so this way they keep Punk in the main event at All Out. They add in MJF to make it a triple threat. And that, and that takes the workload off of Punk so he doesn't look as bad trying to carry a, a match with a really bad foot. That's what I think is going to happen right now. How are they, they going to get there? I'm not sure. But something's off with this match not happening at all out and we're getting it sooner. It's not just because they have nothing else to talk about. You know, if this is, this is supposed to be one of the most important matches in AEW history because they're merging the titles and we got one week of build. This is absolutely the biggest match that AEW's ever put on. One week. Something's up, man. I mean, and, and, and it would make sense. If, if Punk is not 100% and not ready to go all the way and they're doing it this way, then this makes sense. If he's just doing it just to change shit up, then it makes absolutely none. It makes none. I, don't, I didn't see, and when Punk came down to the ring tonight, it seems to me that he didn't run when the urgency felt like he should have been running to the ring to get, I mean, he did a little trot, you know. You know he, he, the guy is not 100%, and it would make sense as to why they're moving the match like this, because it makes, it makes no sense. Everybody around the community right now is trying to figure out why this match would be moved it must involve MJF, but why? Why not just bring MJF after the match at the pay-per-view? Because they need to insert him into the fucking match because Punk can't go by himself right now. If that's the case, I'm not going to complain about that. I don't think anybody's going to complain about that. I think that match is probably the best of all the situations here. Because no, you, get no. MJ, you, get M, you get Punk in the main event of Chicago at All Out, their biggest show of the year. You're going to get MJF winning the world championship from, uh, from both of those guys. Two ex-WW guys plays right into his narrative. Uh, you keep Punk from working a one-on-one match. He goes and uh, you know goes away for a little bit, heals up completely, comes back in full strength. Yeah. At the end of the day, Jesse, this was going to be the, the the outcome at at, uh, at all out anyway. It was always supposed to be, if, uh, according to the way things were lining up. Uh, if uh, well, I, I may be off, but you know we've always talked about MJF winning the title from CM Punk. If CM Punk did not get hurt, this was going to be your main event in Chicago, and MJF was going to win the title in Chicago, a la yeah. Punk and John Cena. At Money yeah. in the Bank, 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it would make more sense. It would make more sense. But the way it's laid out right now, it just kind of leaves me looking like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, like, wh- why are we getting this? Why are we getting this on TV next week? Why is the biggest match in AEW history on TV next week? And we have a pay-per-view on the horizon. Because Punk is still injured. Now, I don't think, I don't think Punk is, is, is ready enough to go carry a match with uh with with someone else one on one in the main event, man. He's got you and I talking about it. Yeah, got everybody oh. talking about it. Fuck yeah, man. We want to see it. We want to see Punk and Mox. We want to see Punk and MJF. I wouldn't mind seeing all three of them. You know, I mean, I, we we want to see it. So I, I, it feels like it feels like TK is is you know trying to turn chicken shit into chicken salad. You know, the injury was not something anyone anticipated. They probably had a lot of long-term plans set up between Punk and MJF and everything else. 
Um, Mox stepped in to help things out when the injury happened. It seems like he's he's he's, he's dealing with the cards he the cards he was dealt, and 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 I can appreciate that. But you know, it just seems it just seems a little rushed to push this match and put it on. L- the team listen, at, at the at the end of the day, I, I don't think Punk wanted this. At the end of the day, I don't think Moxley wanted this. At the end of the day, I don't think MJF wanted this. So you got to look at it through Tony Khan's eyes. You know, he has dealt with so many injuries. And the word on the streets in the IWC is that AEW is losing steam. You know, AEW hasn't done anything really over the top like they did last summer. You got to put yourself in Tony Khan's shoes and say, all right, I got my roster almost back at 100%. Nobody's really 100% yet. We're almost there. I got Punk. I got Moxley. I got this world title situation. I got MJF ready and waiting to come back. You know, you got to look at it through his eyes, and you got to appreciate CM Punk and Moxley for playing ball here and really owning up to longevity and what is best for the company because neither one of them want to be going through this shit. If this is exactly what is going on, neither one of those guys want to be put in that situation where they got to cut this shit short. So, yeah. I mean, everybody involved in TK, Punk, Moxley, MJF, you know, if this is where it's going, shout out to them because plans completely had to be rerouted here to get to the same outcome that we were talking about back fucking six months ago. So I love that. But yes, I do agree with you. One week of television build, it's not really something I wanted to see. But if it gets the MJF World Championship scenario playing out in front of our eyes, I don't think we're really going to be talking about this fucking a month from now, bro. Yeah, see, I, I turned off my chat. I just turned it back on. See, I told you your fans are assholes. See, look at this shit. What, what, what are you talking about? What, what, what are they saying? They're assholes. Let's move on with the show. All right, what, what did I... I mean, I, all that I had to say, I got nothing to add. All right, let's, let's, let's get to the show, bro. Let's go. Who's sponsoring us today, man? What's going on? Nobody's sponsoring us, man. There's no sponsors tonight. No fucking sponsors? No sponsors. What about Blue Chew? Why, you need Blue Chew? I get you some. What about Blue Chew? No Blue Chew? I could get you some. You need some? Sounds like you need huh? some, bro. No, no, no? I'm, I'm good, man. No? no? You, know, you don't need that extra confidence when Julia Hart fucking kicks you in your, uh, your about, lower region? How about, how about Manscaped? No, Manscaped. No. Oh, how about Kenny Omega, bro? Kenny Omega's back tonight. Right. We got Kenny Omega, the cleaner, coming back. Don Callis is back with him. Always great to see and hear. Yeah. Don Callis on commentary. But a lot of people, uh, Jesse, were actually saying what you were saying about Punk, that Kenny Omega is not 100%. Did you feel that tonight after the ovation, the fucking crowd went crazy when that music hit? Kenny Omega was on the apron. He looked great to me. He looked like Kenny Omega of old. Did you get that feeling that Kenny Omega is not 100% or were you pleased with everything that he did in that ring tonight and you're confident that he's back 100%? Uh, it, I mean, I saw some ring rust in there, but, you know, um, other than that, the guy was out for damn near a year. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, think he's still injured, you know. I mean, but there's going to be some ring rust. I, I say, you know, let him give him a couple of matches and let's see how he smooths out and everything else. But it's not like he's out for a couple of weeks and he came back hobbling. No. You know changing main events and shit. I mean, he's been out long enough to heal. I mean, it, it, again, everybody was saying that he didn't, that, that TK didn't want to launch the trios titles to Kenny came back and then here comes Kenny back bandaged up, wrapped up, you know, but he's ready to go. I don't, I don't see why Kenny wouldn't be ready to go right now. 
He's ready to go. The Elite win their trio's opening round match against Andrade, Dragon Lee, and Roosh. And they are now in the second round, and we have a first-round match coming up next week. It will be the United Empire against Death Triangle, bro. Now, this creates a very, very intriguing situation with all the shit that uh, Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega have talked back and forth all year on social media. Could this be one of the big plans that Tony Khan was alluding to as far as him coming back and waiting on the trios tournament for? Do you think we see the United Empire versus the Elite, or do you think we get Death Triangle next week overcoming the United Empire? I can't see, I can see the um the Elite at least not going all the way to the championship for this one, man. At the very least. I mean, it, everybody's expecting them to win them. I mean, and why not? You know, it'll definitely bring the most attention to those titles. Maybe, maybe it's for the best. You know, but or if not, they, I see them going to the finals and putting someone else over. But I mean, they should be an integral part of this tournament, though. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So you think they they go and wrestle the United Empire next week? Yeah. Yeah. And then they beat Will Ospreay in the United Empire. They go through the finals. And I oh, I mean, we talked about it last week. I don't know who else in the community has talked about it. I, I mean, I don't listen to anybody uh, except one or two different shows. But I know we talked about it. Hangman Page doesn't really have any plans going into All Out. I'm predicting Dark Order, bro, on the other end against the Elite. And Adam Page playing a big factor into that being the final. Could be. He could be standing on the other side of the ring, but yep. dark order. You know? And and then and then what's this shit? And then yeah, at the end of the match, at the end of the show tonight, we got how many turns are we getting around here, man? Uh, the ending was a little weird. I mean, that was the only hiccup for me on the show. I mean, they they DDT Dragon Lee. Rush and Andrade. His mask fell off. Speedballed through it. His mask you know, flew the, off. The, the mask didn't fly off. The Andrade took it off. Well, it came off and then he took it. Didn't give it back to him. Well, he he un he un he untied. He unmasked them again. Yeah, he unmasked them. He he untied the mask, then gave him the DDT. But that's Roosh's brother, though. All this shit happened so fast, bro. So I don't fast. know. I don't know, man. Trio Summer got off uh, to a really hot start tonight, so I was very happy to see that. And then yeah. we got uh, the rest of Dynamite tonight. That two out of three falls match with Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson. We will uh, talk about that. And uh, what a pay-per-view caliber match. Four commercial breaks thrown in between. A little ridiculous tonight. That was my uh, my only problem with the show tonight. I felt like I was watching fucking two hours of a block of commercials 
with pro wrestling sprinkled in everywhere else. The fuck are they doing, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Warner Media, what are you doing to me, bro? Those are, those are you're gonna you're gonna have me go out and pay the fucking extra four ninety nine a month to watch your shit commercial free. There was there was a lot of ads. I mean, I don't know about the placement. I don't know, I don't know who calls for the placement of them and when, but they should have gave us a bigger window for a match that long and that great. Oh, you got to give us all these commercial breaks because we got House of Dragons. Six commercials throughout a two-hour show. I mean, I, I mean, I, I get it. You got to pay the bills. I get it. But, I mean, come on, man. How, how long was the match? Like, what, 20, 30 minutes? Yeah. I mean, it would have been great if we, if we could have got through that match with two breaks. Just two. You know, if we're going to give us a 20, 25-minute match, dude, two breaks, fine. Yeah, they, they kind of littered it with breaks, man. Yeah. Overall, we got a great show tonight. Dynamite, uh, Tony Khan said it was going to be a, uh, what do you say? Uh, I don't know. It was a turning of the of the page, uh, opening up uh, a new chapter in AEW, uh, whatever he said on social media today. Uh, but basically, it was a can't-miss show. But, yes, it was a can't-miss show. Punk Moxley and then Kenny Omega, Trios Tournament announced that. Brian Danielson-Garcia match, which basically set up Danielson and Jericho at All Out. We will talk about what is uh, looming for All Out. Shaping up to be uh, one hell of a card, and we will go over that tonight as well as your AEW Dynamite review right here on Off the Scripts. Jesse, what is going on with you and your channel, man? We're going to get into uh, the uh, sh- uh, selfish, uh, selfish and shameless plugs here before we get on. So thank you guys very much for joining us, man. We got 2,600 people live tonight. We're going to blow through this. Jesse, uh, what's going on with Dark, and uh, where can people find you? There, I just posted my name in the chat click on my name in the chat to follow me at shot town smart on youtube where we cover aew dark and dark elevations and also rampage um nothing really huge of note this week i mean we did get a we did get a match from um kayla rossi oh Uh, yeah i know who she is yeah the match was nothing to you know shot home about you know we only gave her three tacos you know Bro, I hear she's Tony Brown approved. Tony Brown approved, bro. Okay. Tony Brown approved for sure. Um, but it seems like she, she seems like someone that's gonna be um pushed up to the pushed up to the TV pretty quickly. I can see that. That's, that's the that's the only reason I'm bringing her up right now. She's got a good look. She got a good look, man. She got a fantastic look. She looks like another Jade Cargill, pretty much. But um, can she wrestle? That's why she get three tacos. I mean, she's. Oh. I mean, look, bro. She basically want to see more. They didn't give up much. It was a squash match. It was quick. It was to the point. She looked physically fantastic, but we need to see more. But I don't think I don't think she's long for dark. I think she's bro. You better watch your mouth, man. Three tacos, man. I think she'll snap you in half. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm pretty sure she's pretty much set for TV, bro. I don't think she's gonna be on dark very long. All right, that's good. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go follow Jesse. He's on YouTube. He does uh, Dark Watch Alongs Me. You can follow me on social media, at JD for Ben Y206. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Links are down below in the description of this very video. Go check out the extra I did today. We talked about Triple H possibly tampering with some AEW talent. Talked about Sasha Banks getting her car broken into in Oakland, California. Shocker there. And Johnny Gargano may be headed to WWE in the latest update as it pertains to Johnny Wrestling. Or maybe he shows up next week in AEW on Cleveland. Or in Cleveland. Who knows? Who knows? I think him and uh, Champa are going to be uh, good to go there. 
on Monday night. But go check that out as well as Monday Night Raw. We had a, a great NXT live stream last night as well for Heat Wave. They did their biggest rating ever on Wednesday night. Or Tuesday night, rather. Uh, 700 and I think it was 721 in the rating. 721,000. So good for NXT, but pretty sure it was all in the women's match. I wonder why. I know. I watched it. <laughs> yes, I know you did, you fucking... You fucking geek. Two th- five tacos for that one, right? Oh, yeah. Anyway, guys, go Great. check go check that stuff out. And uh, make sure you guys also hit that thumbs up. I need 1,000 likes minimum on tonight's show. Hit that subscribe button down below. Thank you for 136,000 subscribers. New members, man. Get them on in. Half off still for the month of August. So you guys can get that half off membership if you want to become a VIP right here on OTS. And get the Super Chats in. We'll hang out with our cold beverages at the end of the show, and you guys can ask us whatever you want as far as that is concerned. So get those Super Chats in for later on tonight. FYI, man, it's not showing half off for me anymore, man. Really? Yeah, I just clicked on the join right now. It's not showing half off. Really? Oh, let's, uh, I will, uh, let me check that just to reconfirm with everybody before we move on uh, with the stream. I just want to throw that out. uh, I got 50% off still. Still? Yeah. Okay. There you yeah, go. What's going on there? All right. YouTube on. says pretty much uh, screw your tacos, bro. Uh, you're back to full price. Full price, bro. Full price. All right, guys. Let's get into Dynamite. We got the start of the show. CM Punk comes out. He starts the show tonight. He got a loud CM Punk chant. Everybody's very happy to see CM Punk. And he's in there in the ring with the world title. And all of a sudden, Jesse, he starts calling out. Adam Hangman Page. He wants a rematch. He wants to get the ring rust off of him. He wants to put the foot to work. He calls out Adam Hangman Page for a rematch. And he never came out. You want that rematch? You got it right here, right now. Let's go. So Excalibur asked if Punk was even medically cleared. I wonder how much truth to that. Now looking back at it and what we talked about, Jesse, I wonder how much truth to that Excalibur statement there is. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. They 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 keep mentioning stuff like that, yep. not being cleared, you know. So Punk yeah, tapped it's, it's, it's still four ninety nine for others too, man. Yeah, it's I'm fifty percent off though. Um, yeah, we got Punk tapping the microphone. He uh, he then stood up and said, "All right, you're not going to come out. That ain't cowboy shit. That's coward shit." He said he had some advice he should take. He said the apology should be as loud and as public as the disrespect. He said, if anybody else has a problem with him, come on down. Everybody wants to be the champ until it's time to do champ shit. John Silver then tweeted out a picture of Adam Page busy eating in catering. Now, why the disrespect to Adam Page here, bro? Well, why, why throw Adam Page under the bus here if you're CM Punk? I don't get it. Because maybe he's going to be added as well and make it a fucking fatal four-way to really take the workload off of Punk. I could see that. I That's wasn't why. even thinking about that. So that yep. would that would be that would be actually great because Paige doesn't have anything going on right now, and then you don't even have to pin Moxley or Punk for MJF to be the world champion. Paige, Punk, Mox, MJF, all the gold, one winner walks away. It's pretty interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yep. I wonder That's how. I wonder if came, Tony Khan is actually out, thinking about that. He came out, buried him. Pretty much called him a pussy, then turned away from him and went on to some... I mean, just like that. You Maybe know? he's the one to fuck the matchup next week. And MJF Maybe. is just not on TV? 
Could be. Maybe MJF does, you know, just a... Maybe MJF comes out at All Out. Maybe Hangman comes out. Yeah. Next week. You know? Listen, man, it's making Dynamite must-see. That's all I have to say there. Punk said Moxley has a lot of fans, and he might be number one in their heart, but he's not number one in the ring because he's actually the champion. He said he knows what it takes to talk a big game and say that you're the best in the world and breathe that into existence. He said he also knows what it means to lose. He said he's lost big, but Moxley has always been number two. There's always that guy that has his number, he says. I'm that guy. He says they can boo all they want, but let him know when he is telling lies. He said Moxley was the third best guy in his group, and that seems to be a recurring thing in his entire career. That's a nice little burn there, bro. Is he really the number three in his group now? I would I would take Moxley over Rollins, bro. I don't know about you. Uh, well, no, he was number three in WWE, bro. I'm talking about right now. I, I know he was number three in WWE. Well, you said Rollins. Yes, I know. I'm I'm talking about now. Oh, amongst now. all three of them, yes. Oh, amongst currently right now. Yes. No, yeah. yeah. Currently, right now, he's sitting above Seth Rollins. Yes, Dean Ambrose was, was terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean. So Punk said, I mean, basically saying that Brian and Claudio or really Yuta are better than him. Yes. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that one. He's not uh, number three in his own group right now. He's not number three right now. I take take him over Claudio. Yeah. Yeah. It's number two at at the at the at the lowest. Yes. But I mean, it's I mean, still a great fucking dig, you know. It's a great fucking, it, it, it's enough to get under your skin and make you think, shit, is yes. Claudio better than me? Yes. Am I number three? Shit. He says it doesn't make him a bad guy, but it doesn't make him the best. He said Moxley's been carrying the torch for AEW, but the only person was broken bones in the last six months was him. They were mine. He reiterated to the fans to tell him when he's actually telling lies. He says, look up the word interim and what the definition means. It means temporary. He says he's willing to test himself against Moxley, but Moxley isn't willing to test himself against his best friend. He says his best friend is the third best Eddie he's been in the ring with and the second best Kingston he shared a locker room with. So a lot of people on social media were asking, well, who's the other Eddie? We know the other Eddie is Eddie Kingston, uh, or or the other Kingston, rather. Kofi Kingston's that one. Who is uh, the other Eddie? Um, I believe it's Eddie Edwards. Is what he was alluding to there. Eddie Edwards in Impact. I guess so. I didn't watch Impact. And the second best Kingston, obviously, uh, you know, the other Kingston is Kofi. So that's that. More O's and O's from the fans here. These people aren't number one at anything. Tell me when I'm telling lies. So Punk says he's missed being in the ring. He said it all out. He's looking forward to testing himself against number two. He said Moxley isn't even the first John he's going to beat in Chicago for that championship belt. And he's certainly not number one in that category either. That's quite the burn there. Yes, Eddie Guerrero and Eddie Edwards were the Eddies. And then the Kingstons, obviously, were Eddie Kingston and Kofi Kingston. Moxley then comes out, takes his sweet-ass time. You know, he's usually a bull charge into the fucking ring. This time he took his time. And Punk said it'll be a while before Moxley gets in the ring while he spoke over his theme music. So he did snow angels in the middle of the ring. Legitimately did snow angels in the middle of the ring. Taz said Punk should get off his back and quit playing games because Moxley appears to be in a bad mood. So Moxley walks through the crowd. 
And the fans are chanting big time for Moxley. He says, look out, everybody. CM Punk is throwing pipe bombs. <laughs> he says he's doing what he does best, which is write a check with his mouth that his body can't cash. He waved his boot towards Punk, and that's a reference to Punk's broken foot. Mox said that Mike in his hands isn't power. He says it's just a mic, and all the words he spits into it don't mean shit. So the belt on his shoulder doesn't mean shit. Who's living in a fantasy world now, says CM Punk. Moxley said, oh, yeah, the belt over my shoulder doesn't even mean shit. And they both threw their belts, their belts down on the floor in the middle of the ring. He says he's the heart and soul of AEW. And every time he hears interim, it makes him sick. Punk, and, uh, Punk said Mox can be the heart and soul while he'll be the dollars and cents. That had to be another line that get that gets under John Moxley's skin as well. So that was a nice comeback there from CM Punk. Love that line. After a couple of moments of silence here, crowd was oohing and on all over the place. Punk asks Moxley if he's done talking. Mox says, "We all know you only came to AEW because you ran out of money. So don't give me that." Mox said, "Being the best is about heart and soul and guts and fighting spirit, and we both know you ran out of fighting spirit a long time ago." He got in Punk's face and dared him to prove him wrong. I don't think you're going to do shit. So they shoulder-butted each other. Punk said they have a match coming up at the pay-per-view, and he will soundly defeat him there. If uh, I know how, t- uh, if uh, I'm afraid, you're just going to bleed all over me, he says. Uh, Mox got in his face. Punk shoved Mox. Mox uh, put his hands um, behind his back and started headbutting Punk and then started slapping him. They started punching each other. Security ran into this thing to pull them apart, and that was uh, basically a big pull-apart brawl after that. Um, so that was pretty much the way the segment ended, and Moxley, he got taken away from, from uh, Punk by security, went back again, and they started going after each other, really tried to egg this on and really make it uh, a big, epic pull-apart brawl. Uh, the promo work, Jesse, was fucking tremendous. The promo work was tremendous. Um, I thought this was one of the best opens in a very long time on AEW Dine. Probably the best open since uh, we saw MJF's pipe bomb. And then before that, probably a promo with MJF. But as far as the promo work goes, goes, I do believe that what you said is correct. We could have got another couple of weeks of this easily. They probably have years and years and years of material to give the fans, which brings up the point that you made earlier. Why do this match next week on AEW Dynamite if he is not really good to go? So I thought all of this was tremendous, and, you know, we're getting a lot of great promo work in in, in pro wrestling. We got everybody in AEW knows how to cut their promos pretty well, especially these two guys. We got a great promo segment by Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens on Monday night. Uh, Promos are coming back in a big way, bro. This was definitely a huge statement here. Yeah, I thought the content of the promo um, was fantastic, man, you know. Again, I you know it just it just felt like it was it, it felt like it was rushed, you know. I mean, it it just it just seemed like Punk came out with an attitude for whatever reason. Mox didn't break his foot. Mox wasn't the one that decided to have an interim champion. That was Tony Khan's decision. So as a babyface, as a babyface, I'm not sure where all Punk's hostility is coming from. You know, hey, I'm champion. I'm back. I knew that they crowned an interim champion. Let's bring him out here. You know, Mox, we got history. Let me shake your hand or do whatever. You know, let's see what's going on. Come out here. We got a match coming up. You know, and then the tension could have built. You know, Punk came out. 
you are the worst member of the shield. You're the worst member here. You're the worst. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow the fuck down, bro. Where are we getting all this hostility from, man? You know, you came out and called fucking hangman a bitch, basically, then jumped straight to Mox. Why is he so angry? They're speedballing this. Yeah, I could I could see that. That's a very good point. I could see that they're speedballing. Yeah, they they really did uh they 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 used their cheat codes here, bro. They went from level one to like level five. Straight for the jugular, bro. Yeah. Straight for the um, jugular. You know, outside of it being an incredible promo, um, I do think that uh there was a lot of you know, there was a lot of booze for, for CM. Moxley is so beloved in, in this company, uh, by, by by not only AEW, but by its fans. And there were a couple boo birds there for CM Punk. I wonder, I wonder if that was really kind of, kind of really angering him tonight in this promo. He was very visceral tonight in a very calm way. I wonder what those boos did for him. It almost, it almost felt like he was playing a heel and then tried to dumb it down, Jesse, with uh, the, um, you know, tell me what I'm lying shtick that he that he said two or three different times. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, to me, I love catalyst promos and catalyst segments like like what we saw tonight i feel like when you see something that good between two guys that are absolute masters of their craft it really gets the adrenaline flowing not only for the fans i can only imagine what it does for the locker room you know yeah, and yeah. especially and especially jesse you know we talked about how you know paul Levesque is running wwe and he's he's obviously putting his best foot forward and we want competition to be fucking great between both companies man you know we want wwe to be good and as great as it could be, so it makes Tony Khan step up his game and vice versa. You know, something like that is not only going to step up AEW's locker room, but I'm looking at what Paul Levesque is trying to do on WWE television. That's kind of, you know, inspiring in itself. Hey, listen, I'm going to send my guys out there. I'm going to fucking show them what I could do here. I love everything about this, man. There's so many different aspects to this that I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and people in the chat are pointing out, well, Mox flipped off Punk last mm-hmm. week. He, he did. Yes. He did. It's, well, that's just that's that's what just who John Moxley is, though. Yeah, that, yeah, that's 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 not a, that's not enough to get to the to get the escalation we got. I mean, I see what you guys you know are trying to say, but that wasn't enough to get that to the escalation. Who is Moxley not fucking flipped off? Punk knows that, you know. Cerebral Punk, you got to do a little bit more to get him that fucking heated than just flip him off. What the fuck is that? You know, he got less heated at MJF, who called out all kinds of shit that would have got under his skin. You know, they still went at that for weeks, and he was calmly in the ring. You know, well, Mox flipped them off once, and now they got to pull apart brawls for that. It's too fast. Listen, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be very exciting going into next week. They got everybody talking about this. It's gonna be a must, must, must see episode next week to see where they go. And I'm excited. And I love this segment. I thought it was great. We'll see if Jesse is correct and they speedballed through all of this. And if MJF shows face next week or if it's Paige. Paige was mentioned here. He didn't come out with the open challenge. There's a lot going on, so we'll see what happens next week. You know, if there's anything that we usually say on the show when Tony Khan gives you something and we don't really know what he's doing, I always say let's trust in the process, especially with him. Rarely does he let us down. I mean, you know, he's had a couple of misfires, but... Yeah, he's got a he's got a high winning percentage. So let's yeah. not doubt TK here. Let's see what he's got planned. If he's going to give us something even bigger at all out, let's trust the process. Fair enough. Fair enough. Powerhouse Hobbs, man. We finally got Powerhouse Hobbs to cut a promo by himself with Tony Schiavone. And Schiavone asked why he attacked Ricky Starks from behind because he thought they were good friends. 
Hobbs says, I don't need any friends. Starks proved to the whole world that he's okay with losing. He says he's not okay with losing at all. He said for two years, Starks got to parade around like he was a gift to the business while standing behind him because he knew he'd get the job done. He said he breaks backs and he breaks necks. As far as QT Marshall and the factory goes, he's got something for them as well. I thought Will Hobbs carried himself great here, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he look, it wasn't the best ever. No. But he looked good. Yeah. He looked good. He sounded good. Good cadence, yeah, good form, good. Uh, yeah. He didn't stutter over anything. He's got, yeah. he's got a believable tone. Yes, yes. He's a, he's a scary mofo. So yes. I'm, 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 like, I'm liking what they're doing with Hobbs right now. So it looks like we're getting uh, Hobbs versus Starks at All Out. Should be one of the undercard matches. Am I correct? Should be, and it sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, too. Chris Jericho walked out. We got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat at ringside. He is the guest timekeeper for the next match, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia. This is two out of three falls. This was pay-per-view quality. Their last match was pay-per-view quality. This was pay-per-view quality. A little bit more of a, a fucking uh, commercial fest here with this uh, opening segment with Punk and Moxley going nearly 20 minutes without a commercial. They figured they get uh, two more extra commercials thrown in there because they usually take a commercial break at 8.06 every fucking week. So they got extra two commercials in this thing. But this was a tremendous match, bro. I mean, I, I don't know if I want to go over literally everything, but I want to talk specifically about Brian Danielson and how he legitimately has come from WWE last year to join AEW. I, I, I don't know how it's possible, bro. You know, he was great there. He, he seems to be even better now. And then Daniel Garcia, you know, you want to look at Daniel Garcia, and there'll be geeks online who claim, oh, Daniel Garcia's too small. He's a vanilla midget. He's an indie midget, in, in, uh, you know, indie darling. Everything and, they call Brian. Everything that they call Brian, yes. And, you know, I want people to go and watch this guy's body of work. How many main events has this kid gotten for himself in 2022? How many banger matches has he put on? He's slowly but surely developing, you know, an attitude for himself and a character for himself and some charisma for himself. He's getting better on the microphone. You know, I want someone to prove to me, Jesse, that him working with Brian hasn't elevated his fucking game. He's better now than he was on day one. He's... Rocketed to the fucking top as uh, yeah. Daniel Garcia working with Brian Danielson. Yeah, working with Brian, he's, he 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 gains instant credibility in the ring. Yes, you know he got a crowd full of people chanting at him. You are a fucking wrestler, dude. I mean that. I mean he he gains instant credibility. It feels like Brian really really wants to work with guys like Garcia and Yuta and things like that. I mean, um, you know I didn't I didn't mention this, you know. Last time he saw Brian, you know, when he cut that promo, but I, it, it feels like it feels like Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. I'm sorry, excuse me, is on a legit bump count right now. I mean, it, it seems like he is. He is not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's, it sounds it's the way he cut that promo and the way he came off and everything else. It sounds like he's just not going to be around forever. You know what I'm saying? Well, he did say that he joined AEW for the next three years to fucking hurt people and, and wrestle. I would assume that after this run, he's finished. Yeah. Or he at least it, goes on a, on a fucking Brock Lesnar schedule and has four or five big matches a year, and that's it. I'm I'm hoping 
I'm hoping he's able to go to go ahead and fulfill his three year contract. Let's just put it that way. He he's he seemed a little troubled and a little bothered about some information he may have had and everything else. And he, and he, and he wants to get some wrestling out, some or some wrestling against some guys that he really want to have wrestling matches against. You know, I, I'm I'm hoping Brian's okay, but I was kind of worried about that promo he cut, man. Like he was kind of worried about his future. I don't know, bro. You, you you got a crystal ball over there, son, bro. You got you got like fucking soothsayers over there. What, what's what's going on? Yeah, um, unfortunately, man, I don't like it. But I, I mean, I'm more often right than not in these kind of things, man. You know, he, he kind of had that that demeanor when he came out and had to, you know, talk to the crowd about his future a few times. It just felt kind of off, like something's not right with him physically or, or with his health going. But he's in the ring. He went out there and put on a damn good match. You know, love to see it. You know, I hope we get more of it. I'm I'm hoping that we don't, you know, we don't get cut short with with our time with Brian Danielson in the ring. I don't think so. I think he'll fulfill his three years. I mean, I'm not really concerned about. It. I mean, I would like for I would like for them to not do fucking pilot drivers to Brian Danielson. I don't <laughs> want to see pilot drivers executed in his match, which we saw tonight. I mean, it looked very safe. It looked, yeah, very it, looked, safe. it looked safe, but I mean, can can we not? Yeah. Really, I agree. Anyway, this was this was the best two out of three falls. Garcia got the first fall here, and this was a great first fall victory for Daniel Garcia. Hard chop exchange here. Garcia hit a butterfly suplex into an armbar. Danielson reversed it into a regal plex. Garcia escaped out to the floor. Danielson hit a diving drop kick. Garcia came back with a back suplex on the outside. He laid in some hammer and anvil strikes. Danielson turned a sharpshooter into a triangle. Garcia fought out with a pile driver before locking on a hammerlock sleeper, which looked fucking beautiful. And this forced Danielson to, I don't know if he tapped out or if he passed out, but he won the fall. He won the fall 1-0. Garcia then backs away. He then tells Bryce Remsburg, count him, count him, count him. I thought there was going to be a little break in between. And then they were going to go to commercial, ding, 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 when we get back from commercial. They didn't do that. They went right into the next fall here. So Danielson barely made it back to his feet. For a second fall, Garcia smacked him with some chops and he maintained control throughout a commercial break before we got everything tied up at one here. Danielson was busted open after a DDT on the concrete. Garcia went back for the dragon sleeper again that he won the first fall with. Danielson turned it into a cradle in uh, about 15 minutes into the match and we got Danielson getting a sneak pinfall victory here on Garcia. It is now tied one to one. So right now we're going through this thing and it's tremendous. And we're going to pick it up in the third fall here. Uh, they had a great back and forth strike exchange here. Garcia locked on a sharpshooter. He was calling for the dragon tamer uh, submission hole, but Danielson turned it into a label lock. Garcia locked on a pinning um, combination to escape, but then Danielson, he kind of drop kicked Garcia into the corner, laid in some chops. Garcia comes out of the corner with the Busaiko knee on Danielson. He goes for a quick cover, gets a two count, so he tried to beat Brian with his own move. Danielson then fires up. He gets some uh, knuckle locks on Garcia. He starts attacking with his forearms. Then he goes to the ground and pound. He starts kicking Garcia's head in like he usually does with those signature boots to the face. Garcia reversed it, did the same thing to Danielson, and Danielson then locked on another triangle, Garcia wasn't strong enough to get another pile driver on him, so he just went for some desperation strikes. They didn't do anything. Danielson applied the label lock, laid in some elbows. 
Referee stopped this thing shy of 30 minutes, and Danielson wins the two out of three falls match, two to one. Incredible match. A little bit too much commercial for my liking, but Daniel Garcia was absolutely fucking elevated to, I don't want to say superstar status, but, I mean, he's on his way to being there, bro. And the LaBelle lock, yes, Gene LaBelle passed away this week. Yes, that's where the LaBelle lock came from, so... Nice little uh, nod there from Excalibur on commentary to mention that as well. But yes, bro, this was a, a pay-per-view quality match. Uh, Garcia is killing it. Brian, so fucking good. Better now than he's ever than he's ever been, in my honest opinion. And we got a setup for Brian's match, bro, at, uh, at All Out. Jericho comes in at the end of the match, and Gar- Garcia shoved him away because Daniel wanted to shake his hand. And then we get the crowd chanting, you're a wrestler, you're a wrestler. And he walks away, does Garcia, bro, from Jericho. So it looks like we may be getting the next, hopefully, the next member of the Blackpool Combat Club, bro. He may be switching sides here. Yeah, man. It looks like it, right? I mean, are we are we, are we adding one or exchanging one for one? Who would we exchange? I don't know, man. Does Wheeler you to jump ship? No. Then who leaves? I don't know. Does Brian go and be a sports entertainer? I hope Brian's okay, man. I'd love for you to show me this crystal ball, bro. You got you got a lot of information there that you ain't telling me. Hey, man. We shall see, bro. We shall see. So far, my comments are earning you $20 super chats. That's so bad. <laughs> People, people are so angry at my comments, they're willing to pay you money for it, bro. Oh, You know man. what? I mean, shit. AEW sucks. Go ahead. Pay more Super Chats. <laughs> well, it looks like we got Jericho and Danielson set up for the pay-per-view. Bro. And I said this on Off the Script this past weekend. If that was the match that, I, you know, I think everybody kind of knew this was going to be the match going into All Out. Uh, you give those guys 20 minutes, bro. It could be a potential match of your candidate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Easily, all day long. So it looks like we have uh, Garcia. And next week, uh, Jericho actually cut a promo with uh, Shivani saying that he wants to talk to Garcia in the ring and he better make the right decision. Does he want to be a pro wrestler or does he want to be a sports entertainer? So that's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. We got, uh, and by the way, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat did not play any factor into any of this match outside of ringing the bell. So that was that. He did get some action in, though. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll talk about it a little Ricky bit. To, man. We need to kick somebody's ass. Man. Yeah. What the hell? So we move on from that, which was a tremendous match. Um, and we move on to Private Party and Swerve in Our Glory. So they were interviewed by Tony Schiavone. And they have a match coming on uh, Rampage this Friday. Private Party said they are ranked number five. So they are in the top five. So getting a title match is warranted now. No, it's not. So Swerve said Private Party have been around for years, and this is the closest that they've ever come to the tag team titles. He told them to put respect on their elders. Lee says after their match on Friday, when they swerve in their glory, they can walk their happy asses back down the ladder. So Isaiah Cassidy got in Keith Lee's face, and Keith Lee all of a sudden pulls out a stick of gum, signifying that Isaiah Cassidy has bad breath. I mean, I think it's pretty pretty certain that Private Party is going to inevitably move down the ladder like Keith Lee said. Sucks, man. Such a talented tag team. 
How far does Keith Lee launch Isaiah Cassidy into orbit, bro, on Friday? Does he does he throw him longer than Dr. Disrespect throwing a 70-yard touchdown to George Kittle the other day? It almost feels like a team like Private Party would probably actually benefit from being with WWE more than AEW. Bro, Private Party would fit like a glove on NXT 2.0. Easily, easily. Man. I feel like they've outgrown, or maybe AEW's outgrown Private Party. Maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're just ever gonna do anything with them, man. Which is a fucking shame. You the know, thing but- is, bro, I love both guys. You know, I, I have been with both guys. That they, they are House of Glory family, and I mean this in the most respectful way. You know, when and I don't know why they've been kept off TV. I, I there has to be a reason. You know, but I, I feel like there are so many other tag teams that are so much more established and have worked harder to get where they are. And, and I, don't, I don't really see anything different in private party. Yeah, no. I don't know, man. I mean, we lost, I mean, we, we lost, you know, proud and powerful. Um, private parties, not really going anywhere. The tag division is not suffering at all, though. No. At all. I mean, it's perfectly fucking fine. I mean, it's just, we're starting to see some of the teams just kind of fizzle out that didn't quite make it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see that match on Friday. Uh, no new champions are going to be crowned, so uh, it should be an entertaining match nonetheless. Uh, we got Tony Nese. He was on the show tonight with smart Mark Sterling. They walked out. All of a sudden, John Moxley blasts them from behind. Moxley charged to the ring and yelled, CM Punk, I've been waiting too damn long for you to come back. I'm sick of waiting. You want to unify these title belts? I say, let's do it right now and get this shit over with. Punk ran out, or like Jesse says, he... Uh, he power walked out. He kind didn't of power run out. walked. Yeah. But security followed, and they were pulled apart again. This time, Claudio was there holding Moxley back. So that was another segment that we got with Moxley still fuming over what had happened with CM Punk earlier in the show. And my boy Tony Nice not done uh, real good here, bro. They did him dirty tonight. Holy shit. Yeah. Jobber, 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 Tony Nice tonight. Yeah. Nice has not been entertaining um, on, on Dark either, man. I mean, I'm not sure where they're going with this, but he's just not doing it right now. You know what it is, bro? It's, it's smart Mark Sterling. He's not maybe his role, it. bro. He's, he's, maybe he's just not a good manager. I don't know. I don't know. Moxley and Punk, second segment tonight. And this is pretty much what set up Tony Khan to make the decision about putting the match on Dynamite next week from Cincinnati. Shivani interviewed Jericho, Matt Menard, and Angela Parker. Shivani said it appears that there's dissension in the JAS... Jericho says he's going to forgive Daniel Garcia for what happened tonight because he got knocked on his head or maybe maybe he's wavering between him and Danielson. Said next week he wants to meet him in the ring and find out whose side he's on. All of a sudden, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat comes in, interrupts the promo. He says he's watched Garcia and he's coming into his own. He said Garcia doesn't need guys like the JAS. And then he says if anybody should mentor Garcia, Danielson would be the better choice. Jericho told him, I haven't liked you, Dragon, for 11 years, and you should stay out of my business. All of a sudden, Parker grabbed Steamboat, told him to stay out of JAS business. Steamboat then all of a sudden chopped Parker in the chest, and he told Parker, yeah, look at me now. <laughs> so the Dragon got some chops in there, bro. They won't fuck up the Dragon, man. Now, could you imagine if the Dragon was actually in that Ric Flair final match, bro? Oh, God, dude. Nah. Jesus Christ. It was rumored to be the Dragon and Rock and Roll Express versus 
I guess, Ric Flair and FTR, I believe it was. It was the original rumor. Tell me Dragon turned that shit down, please. He did. Thank God. He did. He said, And he turned it down for the right reasons, bro. He says, I don't want to go out there and embarrass myself in my edge. I don't want to give the fans something that they're going to regret seeing. Thank you. Smart I'll man. I'll come out there and chop a mofo. That's about it, bro. Yeah. That's it. We got hour two underway here, folks. The Gun Club. Colton and Austin Gunn with Daddy Ass. Billy Gunn. First, the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman, and Griff Garrison. Bro, this lasted 10 seconds. Colton finished off Garrison within seconds with a Colt 45. Pillman never made it into the match. Neither did Austin Gunn. What the hell was this about, bro? Did we really need this on the show tonight? Why couldn't they do what they did tonight on, where, where was it, Rampage? Rampage. This why couldn't they do this on, why was this, why was this needed on the show tonight? This was easily a, a nice little Rampage segment right here. I mean, what the fuck is this shit? Then we got the acclaim coming out, and Billy said he's proud of, you know, his boys. Says he's been very hard on them, but that's exactly what he wanted to see. He's super proud. He says he's done a lot of great things in his career, but working with them has been one of them. They hugged. Stokely Hathaway all of a sudden walked down the aisle and stopped at the edge of the ramp. The guns all of a sudden attacked their father, and Stokely is applauding this. The acclaim come out, like I said, and they run out to the ring. Austin and Colton bailed into the crowd, and we get Anthony Bowens asking Billy, after he picks him up, scissor me, daddy ass, and they scissor in the ring. And we get the segment to come to a close. This should have been on Rampage, and this should have not been on Dynamite tonight. I don't know what the fuck this was about. And the Varsity Blondes, bro, Jesus fucking Christ, can you treat them any more jarble-like than you did tonight? Ten fucking seconds? Can you imagine what you. can you imagine what Pillman thought about going right back through the curtain, bro? I gotta tell you, man. And I, I tell you what Pillman thought because of a fan tweeted that that the varsity blonde should be treated better, and Pillman liked the tweet. Yeah. So I mean, it. I I don't I don't like how they were treated either. I think the varsity blondes were a very good looking um, up and coming tag were. team. That this this could have been given to some local jobbers to do. Yes. They didn't. They didn't have to do this to the varsity blonde. I mean, if this if, they, if this is the segment they wanted, they could have done this with any damn body. Grab some local people from the town they were in and, and accomplished that. I don't know. I I I don't know, man. I, I didn't agree with it either. Well, all the I, I independent talent that they have access to, bro, they had a fucking Barry Pillman and Garrison. Very very good young tag team to 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 work on for down the road. You know, just it's just I'd rather have. They're not on TV very much, but if you're going to bring them on TV for this, just leave them off. Yeah. Just leave them off. And, and I don't know. Maybe I was getting into my uh, imaginary fucking uh, thoughts during this segment, but for some reason, with, with the ending ending uh, up at being 10 seconds here, the 10-second match, you know, when, when Billy Gunn went to go hug his sons, I thought he was going to give them yet another test. And, I, I mean, you could, you could fucking black out your screen, Jesse, if— if, if you want, with what I'm about to tell you, I, I thought Billy Gunn was going to fucking usher out Road Dog, and we were going to get the New Age Outlaws to be to be the final test for his sons. God no! <laughs> I thought Road Dog was going to come out, bro. I thought the New Age Outlaws was going to be on dynamite because I didn't think this was going to end in ten seconds. No, nah, me either. I mean, the, the, I mean, they could have gave us a nice little match. Now I get it; they got time to deal with and stuff like that. Why again? This match could have happened on Rampage. 
I may not even watch Rampage on Friday. After what happened on Friday at last Friday's Rampage, I may not even watch Rampage, bro. I'm yeah. fucking sick of Rampage. This 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 actual match itself, they could have gave us an actual match itself, and it could have happened on Rampage, man. I don't know. So, I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck is going on with some of this stuff. You know, if you if you go back to about a year ago and just listen to me now versus, I mean, it just feels like the, the, the tides have fucking turned. You know, we're loving WWE, and we're still trying to figure out what the fuck AEW is doing. That's, I mean, WWE like was not perfect either, bro. No, 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 no it's not perfect. Uh, but like, like you just said a few minutes ago, you know, the trajectory has shifted. You know, it looks like one company's on the upswing, another one is just kind of floating right now. Issa with a 14-month membership. Issa. Whoa. What's going on, Issa? She says, CM Punk, I'm the dollar signs of this company. Also, CM Punk agrees to a money match on free TV. (laughs) (laughs) Issa, you better watch out, man. Phil Phil will block you on social media. Didn't he fucking complain about that shit in the podcast, man? Yeah. I mean, it's true. It's true. She's not saying, yeah, Issa should say, tell me when I'm lying. Tell me what I'm lying. Yeah. Tell me what I'm lying. This is one of his biggest, you know, gripes about, you know, WWE, and here he is. This is a money match. It is a money match. Probably the biggest match in the company's history. Free TV? Anyway, you know, the acclaimed, you know, I don't know what they're doing. Bro, we may see the acclaimed versus uh, Keith Lee and Swerve at the pay-per-view. Man. I don't know what the, the tag team title situation is going to be. FTR is not in a tag team title match at All Out, so we may be seeing the Acclaim get their title match, bro. I was really happy to see that the Acclaim was breaking away from Billy Gunn and the Ass Boys and just to be saddled back with Billy Gunn. Explain to me why the Acclaim needs a manager. I don't know why they need a manager. They don't why need do a manager. they need Billy Gunn? This I triggered people ter- in the chat. Wrestling Mark, JD triggered some folks in the chat. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, God. Sit the fuck so, down. Uh, yeah, I don't. they don't need a manager, bro. No, the, the Acclaim is literally the most charismatic tag team in the entire company. Yeah. Why did, what, what are we doing here? What is Billy Gunn going to do? Scissor me, daddy ass! Yeah. I thought they were going to get a little, get away from the hokey shit a little bit, you know, when they, I mean, but... Here we are. Back to scissoring. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I thought we were over this shit like you said. I mean, l- l- let's move on past this shit. Clearly, yeah. the guns aren't ready there for the main, event, the main event spot. The acclaimed is getting over big time. Everybody loves them. Let's get yeah. them in a title match. And, and let's get, uh, I don't know if it should happen now, but um, somewhere towards the end of the year, maybe early 2023, I, I would say the acclaimed tag team champions. The ass boys need their father more than the acclaimed do. Yes. They have they they have minimal charisma. I'm not gonna say they have no charisma. Their mic skills definitely need help, but the whole team vibes together. You know, the father and the ass boy, it all fucking works. It all works. Leave all three of them together, man. The acclaimed does not need Billy Gunn or any other manager. They are perfectly fine on their own. So, again, I'm not too sure where they're going with this one. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll find out. Claim maybe getting a title match at the pay-per-view. We got a couple of weeks left to go. We'll see what happens there. And, you know, you talk about, Jesse, you, t- you, you texted me tonight in regards to Jungle Boy. You texted oh. me tonight in regards to Jungle Boy, man. You said Jungle Boy 
should not have a microphone in his hands. Get the microphone out of this man's hand. I'm going to say the same thing about Sanjay Dutt, bro. Oh, get man. a microphone out of that man's hand and put it that in Jay Lethal's hand. That guy gets heated, man. He looks like Ric Flair on coke giving I, promos. I, I, I don't know what the fuck this was. Apparently, we got a video package with Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, and Satin Singh. They are going to be put in a six-man tag team match at All Out, and it's going to be Wardlow and FTR teaming up together against Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt at the pay-per-view. Bro, I find it very difficult to believe that Tony Khan does not have solid plans for either FTR or Wardlow, the AW Tag Team titles, and the TNT title going into his biggest pay-per-view of the year. To me, that is a fucking fail. That is a LTB. fail. I think you need to change the intro to your show, man. That LTB shit is starting to... I don't know, man. Yeah, we're going to change it. Going... If, if, if feels like, it feels like Tony is shook, man. Did Papa H shake up Tony, man? I mean, if I'm, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm, I'm, I'm a little shook from Triple H. Where's this? I mean, we just, we just had this smooth, casual, you know, perfect long-term booking scheme and... Over the last few weeks, it feels like TK's been flying by the seat of his pins with the fucking pin, man. Is it just me? Well, this match doesn't make any sense. This is not a pay-per-view match. This seems like a fucking dark match. Minus Jay Lethal, of course. Jay yeah. Lethal's fucking great. I-, I-, I don't know why we aren't doing Wardlow versus Jay Lethal again. I- I'd much rather see that than this six-man. FTR does not belong in this fucking match. Bro, we're getting Satman Singh versus Wardlow. Yes, we're getting it at the pay-per-view in a six-man tag, and he's going to powerbomb him in the six-man tag. Oh, no, we're going to get a one-on-one clash of the behemoths. Why aren't we getting FTR versus Swerve in our glory? Jesse's got no answer for that. This just feels like Rampage taking place in Chicago, bro. I'm not about that. The TNT title is fucking worthless. Worthless. That's what it feels like. How cold is Wardlow, bro? Yeah, he did. They, they they let him cool off a little too much. Now they gotta they gotta heat him back up now, and he's not in the right feud to do that right now. So I mean, FTR, I understand. They they they've been putting on fucking banger after banger after banger. I mean, if they're not on TV for a couple of weeks, fine. G- give them the R and R. Give them the rest and relaxation. But Wardlow, I mean, this guy. What the fuck has this guy done since winning the title? Nothing. Nothing. They could have kept it on Lethal. Oh, not, not Lethal, not Lethal. A fucking Scorpio. Where's Scorpio? Is he hurt? He's probably hurt, yeah. I haven't seen probably him on hurt. TV but, since. And maybe, that, maybe that's why they took the belt off of him. Probably. Maybe he was hurt. Okay. I mean, if, the, if that's the case, all right. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not too... Uh, FTR is hurt, says Jeremy Lewis in the chat. They're always hurt. Of course they're fucking hurt. Look at the way they've been wrestling all year. Look at them. Just look at them. They look hurt. (laughs) They they look hurt. They 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 probably have shoulder injuries from carrying 37 titles around everywhere. It almost almost feels, you know, this is what happened with the fucking women's tournament, the Owen tournament. You know, they didn't leave any competition for Thunder Rosa because everybody, everybody of note was in that tournament. Now we got the trios tournament, Jesse, and it seems like most of the teams that are of note in the tag team division are a trio anyway, and they're all in this tournament, which leaves Swerve in our glory with real with no real competition. Yeah. He you can you can unfortunately you can kind of see where where Tony Khan is focusing his 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 writing. You can see him focus on the trios titles and like the tag titles are kind of on the back burner. 
you know, he he's focusing on this women's title, but not this one. What's Jade doing right now? You know, he's, I mean, I don't know what the hell Pac's doing with that title he's carrying around. I mean, it's, it's none of the, it's hard to get all of the titles flowing at the, at the same time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Wardlow should be fucking easy to book, bro. He should be, he yep. should be mega easy to book. Meanwhile, he's yep. missing TV dates, not, not, not having anything for him to do. He's got a fucking pay-per-view coming up. TNT titles not being defended after being put on the hottest guy in the goddamn, because they did such a brilliant job building him up. And look at how much he's cooled off, bro. That is, it's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. I, I can't defend that. I agree. I agree, man. I I don't know. I don't know. Whenever I say anything, I'm the fucking asshole. So no, I'm 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 right there with you. I mean, I'll fucking I'll fucking be in that uh, that that camp. Want to call me an asshole too? Call me an asshole. You know, we there, there's I mean, there's just so much potential, and and there's all the pieces are in place to do so much better. You know, maybe this goes back to what you originally feared months ago when we found out that TK was taking on all of the booking by himself. I mean, maybe he's trying to do too much at one time. Maybe it should be delegated, man. Maybe he's stretching himself thin. He's still got ROH on his plate. Some titles are falling to the wayside. You start hearing rumblings of talent not being happy. It, I mean, it's all starting to come together, man. I still believe that to be the case. Yeah. I still believe that TK is wearing himself thin. You know, I don't know what they need to do, bro. I, listen, I I don't want this show to go to three hours. I don't. I think no. that would be fucking terrible. No, no. We don't Rampage, need Rampage we, we needs just... to be two hours, and it needs to be an extension of Dynamite. It doesn't need to be an extension of Dark. No, two-hour live Rampage is all we need. That's what we need. What the fuck are we waiting for? Yes. If Tony we... Khan is going to renegotiate a deal for TV rights with Warner Media. Rampage needs to be on in prime time live at two hours on a yes. Tuesday or a Thursday. This shit is ridiculous. Yes. I don't want to watch Dark Part 3 on Friday night. I don't no. know what you thought of Rampage on Friday, bro. That shit was awful. It was easily the worst Rampage of the year. Easily. What are um, we doing here? We got, we got Warlord. Like, it, the, th the thing that bothers me most is we got someone as fucking good as Wardlow and all the work that you put into that. It honestly makes Wardlow's time fucking wasted. You wasted the fans' time. And MJF and everything that he did for Wardlow in that, in that feud wasted his time too. And then Scorpius, poor Scorpius guy. He was given a title then taking the title off of him. It may be because he's hurt, but how do you think he feels? Oh, you dropped the title off of me to put it on this guy. You're not even using him right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know, man. Thursday night, and you know, I, I get the I get the logistics of things they have to settle up as far as the travel, the cities, the dates, the booking. They're already live on the Wednesdays. You know, what do they do? Travel to another city? Do they do back to back dates in that city? I know there's a lot to figure out in that, but I'm sorry, the one hour tape show for Rampage that platform is not working. No, you need more television time. You're trying to get people on TV. So now I got to look at fucking Sunny Kiss on fucking Dynamite because you want to get everybody on TV. You need more TV and you don't need three hours of Dynamite. Bro, oh God. It's awful. Yeah. It is awful. It yeah. is terrible. I don't, I don't know what they do, but 
I mean, the fact that Wardlow and FTR are in this type of match at the pay-per-view, man. That's a fail on uh, on TK's part. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. And still, All Out's looking looking good. We got a lot of solid matches. Ricky Starks versus Hobbs. We got Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. We got uh, whatever the fuck the world t- title match is going to be. We got uh, Jericho versus Brian. Who knows what, uh, if Claudio's going to be on the show. I-, I don't know. I don't know what else is going to happen at the show. Well, we but don't know. Trios tournaments. Second. What we don't know is what the main event is going to be. Yeah, I so said we don't know what the world title is going to be. We have no idea. We thought we knew, but now we have no idea. No. Jungle Boy came out, and he's in the ring. He's wearing a black T-shirt that says nothing on it. It says that he got in trouble, trouble for his, uh, his T-shirt last week that said, Christian Cage is a pussy. I asked him online if it was for sale. No. Did they sell it? No. No, it's not on sale. I guess he said it got him in trouble and was told to never wear that shirt on TV again. TBS get pissed. Boy, oh boy, did that shirt hit the nail on the head, he said. <laughs> um, I don't know if TBS or uh, Warner Media got pissed. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they did. I mean, they allowed him to say the word pussy without bleeping it out, so clearly they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So um, he said he tried to hit Christian with everything he could, hands, chair, car, and he's done absolutely nothing. And me personally, I'd never take that. He said, the way he sees it, either he can continue to chase him until he gets his hands on him. And he paused into the camera and gave a really angry stare into the camera. Or he looked behind him, rather. I I don't know what the fans in uh, West Virginia were doing, bro. How could you what Jungle Boy? They were were what? I mean, seriously, What the fuck is wrong with you people, man? What the? Who Remind me never never to go to West Virginia again, ever. I never even been there. I'm not, I don't even want to go ever. Hey guys, I hear you're supposed to say what when wrestlers talk. Let's go say what. <laughs> we're from West Virginia. We're gonna watch Jungle Boy because we're nothing but you know South Southern Hicks. You fucking I think kidding get me? The asses kicked. Whoever did that shit, man. All it takes is one asshole. That's not what we do. Multiplied into hundreds of assholes, giving this guy a watch chant. Come on. No. Anyway, um, so he looks. Into the camera says, or you could face me at All Out and man up. Christian all of a sudden comes out. And Christian walked out, asked Jungle Boy if he was really challenging him. My answer is no, he says. Of course it's going to be no. He's the heel. He said things are getting out of hand. So at the end of the day, he's proud of Jungle Boy. He says he's showing confidence and speaking for himself. He said before he was like, uh, before it was like he was from Charleston and couldn't form a sentence, clearly. All they know is what? Obviously, frustration boiled over when you lost the tag team championships. We said some things. We did some things, Jungle Boy, but that I don't think either of us meant. I mean, you got a little personal, but I understand. He said you wanted to go on another run with him. Fans chanted, bullshit, bullshit. Christian said the fans have never accomplished anything, so don't listen to them. Christian said they're a family, and he loves him. You're like a son to me, so please come back home. And he extended his arms, Jesse, and asked for a hug. Shivani couldn't believe it, and Excalibur says he's just fearing what he's unleashed in Jungle Boy after all that that has been said to him. Jungle Boy pretended to consider this. He went in for a hug, and then he tackled Christian. Fans popped for this. Jungle Boy got a few punches in. Jungle Boy went after Christian, but Christian gave him a low blow as they went to the outside, and he threw Jungle Boy into the barricade, he then calls him a, he says, I hate you, you piece of shit. 
So he went, Jesse, from claiming that he loved him and he wanted him to come back home to, I hate you, you're a piece of shit, as he throws him into the barricade. You got to love it. Bro, Jungle Boy and Christian Cage had the same pull-apart type brawl as yes. Punk and Moxley and Christian tried to bang Jungle Boy's mom. Yes. I mean, these guys have earned the right to a fucking pull-apart brawl. I mean, yes, Christian this tried has to murder booking, Jungle Boy. Bro. He took his fucking best friend. He, he, they have heat. This is long-term booking, bro. This is long-term booking. Yes. You know, Mox flipped off Punk, and now they need to pull apart brawls, and they need to change the main event of pay-per-views and moving too fast. No, this is a perfect example of what I meant. This is the same kind of interaction and two different stories being told here. What? What? Yeah, who does that? What? <laughs> Why? I mean, the fucking casual fans, man. Bro, is Christian really banging Jungle Boy's mom? No, he tried. He tried. Tried. Okay. Tried. Okay. Well, at least we know where he gets the hair in the family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this match. Regardless, uh, I thought Jungle Boy carried himself well here. Uh, Christian is just a, a sniveling, fucking slimy prick heel. I love it. I mean, he's just playing an old school classic heel. Going from I love you, please come home, you're a son to me, to I fucking hate you, you piece of shit me. on the outside. I love it. It's great. <laughs> Piece of shit. This is going to be a great match. And we didn't see Luchasaurus again tonight, so he is still the X Factor here. What side is he on? Is he going to be with Christian, or is he going to be with Jungle Boy? That's still the question on everybody's mind Who's that I'm sure we'll find out at the paper. It's like Kane and the Undertaker all yes. over again. Yes, monster, monster uh, dinosaur. Monster Luchasaur, Luchasaurus here. We don't know. Can they coexist? FTR and Wardlow, they spoke backstage. Cash Wheeler said last week they returned and stood side by side with their man Wardlow. Said Wardlow didn't ask for help, but they weren't going to let Wardlow get jumped by them, meaning Jay Lethal and crew. Wardlow said it doesn't matter how big you are, everyone gets power bombed. Dax Harwood said at one time people called Jay Lethal the best wrestler in the world, but he thinks Dax the Axe is the best. He challenged him to a match next week. I'm looking forward to that. That should okay. be really, really good, but... uh yeah, that's the whole story of this thing, bro. Is Satnam Singh, <laughs> is he going to get powerbombed at the pay-per-view? Yes, I say yes. You know what I'm missing that we're not going to get now because for some reason they had to turn Anna J heel? We're not going to get Christian Cage going after Anna J, man. I thought we didn't want no more relationships on TV after what we see with Sammy, with Tay, uh, Sammy and Tay, uh, Tay Conti or Tay Mello. You don't have to bring the relationship to TV. All it takes is him backstage, like, beating the shit out of her or something. You know? I'm here for it. Everybody, we all know that they're dating. We don't have to be out there together hugging and kissing and shit. But, hey, you know, if, we, if we go back there and we know Christian Cage is trying to hit up on Anna Jay and everything else, and we know he's supposed to give a shit about it, and you know that's going to set him off, that'd be awesome. I'm with That would be awesome. I mean, what a, what a, what a fucking... Uh, Anna J takes the fucking, you know, the, 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 what is it? The reverse fucking head drop. The, the head drop? The unprettier. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the unprettier, yes. How odd that, that, that would be Baron Corbin on Becky Lynch. Yes. Type levels of fucking heat. This is the best man. thing Baron Corbin ever did in his career. 
Ever. Ever. That'd be fucking great. It's a highlight of Becky's career, too. It, well, I don't want to highlight it, but she's main event at WrestleMania, bro. Come on. I guess I, I guess come I got to lay off the Becky Lynch uh, dislike on. lately, huh? Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I, I know she's been cringing that gimmick, but come on. Don't. Come on. That's I not know, right. Yeah, we're all, we're, listen, man, everybody deserves a second chance. Yeah. You know? Um, Tony Storm. She wrestled ah. tonight. Kylan King. Kylan King is a dark VIP, bro. What's uh, what's going on with Kylan King? Is she uh, good enough to be on Dynamite here? She, to me, she didn't, seen, she didn't look too bad, bro. We have not seen Kylan King on dark in quite some time. No? No, she's been out doing her thing on the indies, but I've always been high on Kylan King. She looks good. She looks good. Yeah. She looks she, six she looks, foot she one. good. She she can move in the ring. She can uh, she she's she has a lot of size, but the way she moves, you can't tell. I mean, she's very tall. I think she's over six feet tall. She's six foot one. Look, I mean, she's she's, she's very good, man. So, um, no complaints about Kylan King, but we have not seen her on dark as of late. She's not been around. You know who else is very good, bro? Tony Storm. Tony Storm is awesome, man. Tony Storm is very good, man. Uh, this was not bad. It went about six minutes. We seen no Thunder Rosa tonight. Oh, no Thunder saw. Rosa tonight. Yeah. Oh, we saw. She was. She was. You know. I might have walked away. Oh, she was watching the she was watching, watching the, the match. match sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we didn't hear from Thunder Rosa tonight. We didn't hear from Thunder Rosa. No. As far as I'm concerned, that's not really an appearance on the show. Yeah. She's watching TV on the show, but they uh, are, they are, they are. I mean, the seeds could not be any more planted for for Thunder Rosa heel turn right about now. Uh, I'm here for it, man. We need we need something new here. So yeah. uh, Kylan King used her uh, size and power here early on against Tony. A little back and forth exchange. Uh, Kylan King hit a jumping knee off the rope. Storm avoided a diving drop kick. Went for a DDT out on the floor, but Kylan King powered through and drove Storm into the barricade. Storm countered an avalanche back suplex into a crossbody. Hit a German suplex bridge for two. King returned with a spine buster for a two count of her own. Tony Storm, she now, Jesse, has named the corner hip attack and she calls it Sweet Cheeks Music. Sweet Cheeks Music, bro. Yes. I like it. Devastating, bro. I, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be on the receiving end of one of them. Or maybe Sweet maybe we do. I don't know. Music. Uh the name's kind of lame. I don't know. But I do like I do like the uh, her making that her signature move though. That's kind of yes. nice. Yes. Uh, I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm just hoping that the women are taking it. You know, well, because it looks like a concussion every fucking time she yes. does it. <laughs> it looks terrible. Yeah, it, it looks, looks so good, but it looks terrible. Uh, receiving it looks terrible. Yeah, it um, looks so bad. She, she, it is high impact, man. It's a, if no one's getting hurt from it, I like that spot because it looks so fucking vicious. Man. Yeah. So she did that, and then a swinging DDT, and that was it. She didn't even go for Storm Zero, and that was enough to beat Kylie King. Um, and that was it. Uh, we're going into the pay per view. It was announced. It's Tony Storm versus. Uh, Thunder Rosa for the AW Women's Championship. I, I, listen, bro, I think Tony's taking that title. I think we see a Thunder Rosa heel turn like we've been talking about, bro. So I, I, <laughs> I wonder who's listening to the show out there, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It, who's stealing it, ideas, bro? Listen, I work, I'll, I'll work for free, man. Just give me some notoriety, all right? I don't see Thunder I don't see Thunder Rosa dropping that title if she's going to turn heel, though. It kind of, it kind of, it kind of, like, this... Sully's on the, you know, her 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 turn. If she just lost the fucking title, you know, she should be a, she should be a fucking a complete bitch as a champion, you know, and then give her her fucking stable and then make her more interesting. But she loses that title and turns heel. It's already starting off on the wrong foot. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. 
So she wins, and then uh, we go in for a nice little hug or a handshake, and then she blasts Tony Storm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking right they the both face. go in as baby faces, and someone has to come out heel. You know, in, in my world, I want Thunder Rosa to turn, but logistically, I don't know who's going to do it, but two baby faces are going into that match, and someone's coming out heel and champion. So does this mean Tony Storm, Britt Baker, and Jamie Hayter are going babyface? Could be. We haven't seen them in a little bit. I'm not sure no. if they're going to factor into this feud at all. I would assume so. Yeah, I don't know. If man. Thunder Rose is going to go heel, maybe she lines herself up with some uh, muscle. Renegade twins, bro. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I have to see a little bit more of these uh, these twins here. Renegade twins are good. It, fall, it, it, it would fall completely in line with the way they've been doing things as far as having um, a veteran mentor, younger talent. You know, same as the, you know, BCC and everything like that. Thunder Rose will be a fantastic mentor for the Renegade Twins. All right, we'll see what happens. It should be a great match. Their first match was great. So uh, hopefully they are given a little bit more time, more, more so than 10, 11 minutes, to do what they did at Forbidden Door, and we get another banger from Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. Uh, AEW Rampage on Friday is looking like this. Trio Championship. We got Best Friends versus the Trust Busters. Thank God Sonny Kiss is not involved here. We'll be on the show, though. Oh, so I, yeah, may, I may actually tune out. Oh, so be at ringside and everything else, bro. I, I may tune out here. Um, Athena versus Penelope Ford. Claudio versus uh, Claudio will speak. He's not versing anybody. Uh, Hook versus Zach Clayton, who is the husband of Jay Wow, Mister Snooky oh, from no, Jay Wow. Uh, Jay Wow, yes, from Jersey Shore. Which, uh, believe it or not, my apartment in Atlantic City, they are filming. Uh, Jersey Shore family reunion, literally three blocks from my apartment in Atlantic City. Fun fact. I saw the house and everything. I walked by, I played mini golf out there, walked by the house. Yeah, I did, they had a fucking guard dog. <laughs> they had a guard dog outside the house waiting to fucking eat my goddamn face off. Listen, bro. Listen, man. If I had an opportunity to, to party with uh, Paulie D, bro, I, I have a couple of drinks with Paulie D. Get out of here, man. Get out of here, bro. Fucking the Jersey Shore, man. Um, AEW Tag Team title. Swerving our glory versus Private Party. That's all on Rampage Dynamite next week. Death Triangle versus United Empire. Dax versus Jay Lethal. And Punk versus Moxley. And right now, All Out shaping up to uh, look like this. Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's Championship. We got that six-man tag with FTR and Warlow versus Jay Lethal and crew. We have uh, Jericho versus Brian Danielson. We have Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Christian Cage versus uh, Jungle Boy. And what am I missing? The trio's final, right? Tag team title possibly on the line with Swerve and Our Glory against who? I don't know. Um, right. What am I missing? I know there's something uh, else. I don't know. No, no, Shaping no. up to be a decent show. Yes, it'll be a, it'll be a fantastic show. Yeah. Maybe it's Jade not has nothing going on, right? Maybe it's not. No, Jade has nothing. Maybe Jade versus Athena, I'm assuming, is going to be added to the show. Maybe we don't get a five-hour show, hopefully. I'd love, uh, to be, I, I'd love to be on the air at 11 o'clock, 11.30, instead of one four, uh, 12.45, going on 1, 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. So I don't have to hear from this guy. Oh, I got to get sleep. You're fucking tired, man. What the fuck? My wife is calling me to bed. I got a life, bro. Leave me alone. I had four drinks. I don't want to talk about wrestling. Oh, Jesus Christ, Main event. Well, be up to fucking three o'clock in the morning, fucking listen, arguing man. with you. Listen, man. We listen. The, I'm the only podcast, bro, that could go till three thirty in the morning and still have thirty five, four thousand people listening to me fucking read super chats, bro. 
What does that assholes, say about everybody else? Assholes stay up very late, man. Yes. What can I say? Um, trios title tournament starts tonight. We got the return of Kenny Omega. I wish we talked about Kenny Omega a little bit more, but there really isn't much to talk about. He's fucking back, and he's factoring yeah. into the trios tournament. There, there really isn't any like unbelievable news we're gonna talk about with Kenny Thank Omega. You. I mean, is, is it me or is it just like Kenny's back? He's in the match. He won. Yes. That's it. See, that's it. It's basically it. I mean, what the it's fuck? You want us to sit here and talk for twenty minutes about Kenny Omega's return? What is Kenny Omega gonna do? How did he look? What is he looking like? Did he change his hairstyle? Did he come yep. out to his theme music? Like, yep. it's Kenny fucking Omega. He's, He's back. back. Look- AEW's closer to being at full strength. Good. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And we got a tournament that started off on the right foot, a great foot. This was a great match. Yeah. So they're telling this. I think Kenny Omega is good to go. Otherwise, he wouldn't be out there. He's not that type of guy. I look at him. Yeah, as like, I, I look at him as a perfectionist. And so they really egged it on. The commentary egged it on. Is, is he hundred percent? Came out wearing the arm sling, and he was yeah. bought, his body was wrapped, and he didn't take off his up. shirt. You know, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's good to go. So uh, we got Lee Dragon Lee and Nick started this thing off. Nick hit a Escalera arm drag. Uh, Lee was in there. He looks great, Dragon Lee. I love him. So. Um, he was quickly taken out by Bucks and Omega. Omega tagged in, huge ovation. And he was wearing this uh, this compression shirt, and he had the uh, the thing over his arm and arm brace. Took out Lee with a springboard, landed the 10 punches in the corner, really went at it. Uh, he tried for uh, at least a little bit of the you can't escape, but tagged out instead of finishing it. Omega and the Bucks hit triple team, tag team moves to regain or maintain control in this match. Then we got Andrade tagging in. And then he was in there with an Omega, uh, with Omega, and I'm like, hmm, this is an interesting match here. I love to see these guys go at it. That's a main event match waiting to happen right there. So He's never um, faced off. Uh, they have, but not in AW. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this was a distraction from Jose. This allowed uh, Roosh to attack from behind, and uh, we got Andrade and company taking control. So um, Omega was being beaten down. He reached Nick for a hot tag. He fought off Andrade and Roosh. Nick landed a step-up flip dive. Uh, and then uh, all three of Andrade's guys, or two of Andrade's guys, including Andrade, hit some big moves. Andrade landed the double knees in the corner. And they isolated Matt in their portion of the ring. Big double-team moves coming from them. Another, There was a lot of commercial breaks in this thing. A lot of commercial breaks all throughout this show. So, Omega got another hot tag. He came in, Snapdragon suplexes to everybody. One to Andrade, one to Roosh, one to Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee got the worst of it. Bucks hit simultaneous super kicks before Matt hit an assisted buckle bomb and a cannonball senton on Dragon Lee. All three landed super kicks, but Andrade broke up the pin. Bucks took out Roosh and Andrade before Kenny fired up the Terminator dive. But Lee cut off the dive. Omega took care of him, threw him back to the outside. He went for it again, and then Jose fucked up the second attempt of the Terminator dive. So Andrade and company set Omega up on the guardrail. This was fucking ridiculous. They moved the guardrail closer to the ring apron. They sat Omega on top of the guardrail. Roosh and Andrade held him there in place. And Dragon Lee, like, fucking shot out of a fucking cannon. He dives at Omega. He flies over the barricade, lands in a puddle of fucking beer. I thought he snapped his fucking neck. He laid there motionless. Andrade picks him back up. Throws him back in the ring, and we get the match continuing. He landed in the fucking fans, dude. He landed on somebody. He he hits he hit fans. 
He did. I'm like, damn, he just he, I know it was a kid right there too. He landed in and and hit a kid. I mean, he he fucking shot out there, man. Listen, man, you get what you pay for. You sit front row. The front row experience, bro. So after all that, I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, they rolled them back into the ring. Uh, Lee covered for two. Andrade came in, climbed the ropes. Nick cut him off. Dragon Lee took out Nick with a hurricanrana to the floor. Andrade went for his moonsault. Omega rolled out of the way. He did a standing moonsault. You know, Charlotte's watching this somewhere at home. Oh, honey, how do, you, how do you do that? You know, how do I do this maneuver? I can't compute. You know, she does it and it looks terrible. Andrade does it, it looks perfect every time. Um, so Omega rolled out of the way. Andrade sprung over again for a near fall. Andrade hit the hammerlock DDT, but Matt pushed Roosh into a pile of uh, bodies here to break up the pinfall. Omega hit a V-trigger on Lee, followed it up with the second one, and then he took Lee and hit the one-winged angel for the one, two, three. After the match was over, Andrade all of a sudden attacked Reagan Lee with a hammerlock DDT. Mask fell off, showing off the air, and we got the Elite. Advancing to the second round, they faced the winner of Death Triangle and United Empire. Excellent, excellent, excellent match. Tournament got off on the best foot possible. The Yankees walked off tonight in the 10th with a grand slam. Aaron Judge. No, Josh, yeah. Josh Donaldson. We are now 11 games above the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Ooh. There you go. Yes. There you go, bro. This was a great show tonight, man. Yeah, no, it was, man. It was a, a lot. Uh, God knows a lot happened. Jesus Christ, man. This was the fastest two hours in wrestling. Listen, Tony Khan, bro. TK, listen, man. You need some booking help, bro. I'm not. I'm only a phone call away. Man. I'm only a phone call away, bro. My DMs are open, man. Ooh, you can tell that. You can tell. You can tell when it's getting close to pay-per-view time, man. They start. They start moving stuff along. Yeah. You know. So. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Some man. of it feels rushed. Some of it feels long-term booking. Yeah. I don't know. And the thing is, you can you can easily tell the, the stuff that's coming together and the stuff that's like, quick, change this. Yeah. You know, it, it, it it's e. So for those who are wondering, how do you know what's long-term? How do you know when it's just, you can tell. You can tell the Christian Cage shit with Jungle Boy all long-term, man. Everything with the main event picture just seems like it's changing on the fly. Listen, man, the Braves, they may be four and a half out of first place. They, they, they won eight in a row. I'm, I'm happy with the way they're playing. You know, the, we, we won two games here. You know, the worst we could do is tie the series. That's fine. But, you know, the Braves have a better record than the Yankees now. It's yeah, crazy. That doesn't help the Braves, though. I don't know. It, it, gives, me, it gives me some brownie points. <laughs> you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help the Braves at all. Listen, <laughs> man. You know, we win, we win the wild card, bro. We beat San Diego. We got the Dodgers. It is what it is, you know? Are you going to beat the Dodgers? They did last year. Oh, okay. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, All right, guys. We're going to get into the Super Chats. We got uh, 2,400. We have 2,700 at one point watching us tonight. Thank you guys very much. You guys are awesome. We had 1,000 likes, 1,000 minimum. Look at that. We did the minimum. And I got working internet throughout the whole show. Yeah, look at that. Jesse's internet did not fucking uh, robot out. Look at that, man. Holy shit. I didn't even notice, bro. Yeah, man. I had, I had that tech come out. They called in two trucks, bro. They called in backup. They had to, they had to, I didn't say they had to rewire, like, pretty much the whole the whole line leading up to my house, man. It was all fucked up. Did you download the antivirus software? 
I already have antivirus, a-hole. There you go. Jeez. Anyway, guys, continue to hit that thumbs up. Let's try for uh, 1,300 minimum here on OTS. Get the Super Chats in. Hit that Join button. Become channel members 50% off for the month of August, man. So continue to get those memberships in. We're getting new emotes done by the first week of October, man. Five new emotes, two new badges just for you guys. So if you guys want in on that, you guys are going to have to sign up. Uh, Jesse, take over for about a minute. I have to let my cat, because Picardi has been sitting next to me the entire show. I have to let her out because the office door is closed. Um, ah. Plug your shit. I'll be back in 60 seconds. I already plugged everything. So let's you do just... it again, okay? Don't fucking hey, give man, me shit. Go take, care of the, go take care of some pussy. Go. Hey, listen. <laughs> Asshole, okay? Go, let your Shut pussy your mouth. out. Shut your mouth. Go. All right, guys. Welcome to Off The Script with Jesse. We now serve tacos in this mofo. How do I change that fucking taco truck in the back? Hold on. How do I hack and get that fucking taco truck away from Thunder Rosa and onto me? Fuck, it won't let me. What the fuck can you do? No, guys, seriously. Um, yes, Hooligrim, you definitely are definitely the biggest of assholes. Guys, look. If you're watching JD and you don't think he's an asshole, there's something wrong with you. You don't think I'm an asshole, there's something wrong with you. I figured I'm under the assumption we are all fucking assholes at this fucking point. We are all just fucking smart asses and everything else. Uh, if, if you watch JD and don't know he's an asshole, look in the fucking mirror, bro. It's gotta be you. If you don't think I'm an asshole, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You know, sometimes you just have to be a little bit of an asshole to understand an asshole. Think about it, man. Think about it. If you go on Twitter, if you, if anybody in this chat has ever gone on Twitter and said anything to anyone that didn't involve you, not about you, but you had to go put somebody in their place, you're an asshole. What are you talking about? You know, people, oh, oh, look at this. Look at this. What are you talking about here, bro? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing at all, man. Your chat was saying you were an asshole. I was disagreeing. Yeah, I know. I know. I live and I die was, by the fucking asshole, bro. I was disagreeing. Um, you know, man, it's it's quite the distance from from where I'm sitting here all the way upstairs in my mother's basement, bro. I, you know, listen, I'm sorry it took so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Why are you hiding behind your green screens, man? Are you living in your mother's basement? I don't get that, man. These people, I mean, they donate enough to know you don't live in your mother's basement. Listen, man, if they saw where I am, let <laughs> me fucking break, bro. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Um, listen, let's get into the Super Chats. Um, let's start at the top, yeah. Uh, yes, that was Bacardi. I had to take Bacardi to the vet, man. Uh, very sad. Uh, she's fine. How's she doing? Wait, wait. She, uh, she's 20 years old, bro. And uh, the vet told me I need to change her food. She's got the very, very, very early stages of kidney disease. Oh, no. So, no. you know, it, it's... Uh, I may have to take a couple of weeks off, man. I may be inconsolable here. She's 20, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She had a she don't look 20, though. fucking life. That's great. She don't man. look 20, though. I'll tell no. you that right now. No. That's awesome, man. Good. Um, Let's... Who do we got here? We got D-Bestardo. Anna J, you won three matches in two years on Dynamite, including September 2021 versus The Bunny 
and September 2020 versus Brandy Rhodes. DVR'd show. Hope it was awesome. Listen, bro, I'm going to have to report this back to, to Jungle Boy, bro. I don't appreciate this, this slander here, okay? Yeah, me and Jungle Boy, bro, we go way back. We go back to the jungle, bro. You know? Uh, also, uh, Brandy Rhodes, bro, is uh, training at the Performance Center for a WWE return. <laughs> oh, man. I knew he was going to do that, man. I know he was going to do that. Bro, listen, I know you're anticipating this highly regarded debut of Brandon Rose. All right, moving on. Bestardo, listen, bro. Anna J, you know, it is what it is, man. You DVR the show. It's a good watch tonight, bro. Michelle Moran with a $2 Super Chat. Garcia and Brian was gold. Garcia face turned soon. Looks like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Blackpool yeah. Combat Club coming for Garcia. Um, Eric Newton. What is she doing? She's looking in my refrigerator now. Well, she wants back in? Uh, yeah. Uh, Eric Newton with a $5 Super Jack. Great show so far tonight, but man, that gun club match should have been on Rampage. Brought my mood down a bit. Yeah. I agree. Jesse says the same thing. Yeah. Tony Brown with a $4.99 Super Jack. I've seen all the meat required. Bro, there was, uh... There was uh, more meat on, I would say, maybe Monday. I mean, Tony's got more meat to supply a, a whole fucking month, bro. But, I mean, you not see, much meat tonight. Tony, did you see Tuesday's meat, though? Tuesday's meat was uh, was plentiful. Man. Joseph Taylor with a $5 Super Chat. Two things. Taco Bell's tacos are better than Jets. Come on, bro. Really? I mean, I know I choke around a lot, but let's not get serious here, bro. That's just disrespect. Taco Bell's tacos are better than Jesse's tacos. My four favorite saliva songs are Superstar, Always, Ladies and Gentlemen, and Hunt You Down. Bro, I don't know who, li- who listens to saliva, bro. They sound like a Southern hick band. Saliva. But my tacos suck. Yeah. You listen to saliva. I win. Joseph Taylor, that, that, was, uh, uh, that, that was an L-like comment, bro. I'm sorry. I'm waiting for the new Megadeth out. Somebody got banned in the chat. Oh, this music sucks that JD plays. You know, listen, man, if I if I could play what I usually listen to, you know, I would. Otherwise, I'd get a copyright strike. And we don't want that. I got to make a living here, you know? Uh, Drew Gilmore, buddy, what's going on, man? Hey, guys, yesterday was my 35th birthday, and I'd love a birthday shout-out. Happy 35th, motherfucker. Happy 35th birthday. Let's give, Drew, let's give my buddy Drew Gilmore some uh, birthday cake emojis in the chat. Gonna get a late night workout in while I listen to my favorite tag team, the IWC. Welcome back, Kenny Omega. Indeed. Eric Newton with a $5 super chat. Overall, great show tonight. Only bad parts was the gun club and seeing Sonny Kiss. What? Yes. When Mox and Punk next week happens, hopefully MJF shows up. We will see, man. Tony Khan's got something planned for sure. I love Jungle Boy's reaction to the what chance. He seriously looked back like, what the fuck? What? Yeah, he looked back like, like, really, guys? I'm the baby face here. I'm not the heel. Where are we? No. We're in West Virginia. (laughs) Seriously. Um, 
Sinister Classic with a $5 Super Jack. Seems like Jungle Boy is stealing all the spotlight from Luchasaurus, and we will see him turn soon. Also, Rosa lost that smile tonight. Turn coming, yes. Rosa is losing her smile, bro. She looks good either way. It doesn't matter. She's 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 acting a little bit more intense in her um her recent like podcast and interviews yeah. and shit. I mean, she's out there just claiming her shit. Like, I'm trying to fucking better this division. I'm trying to do what's best for the fucking women around me. You know, she's she's being a little bit more uh, aggressive in her interviews as of late. Yeah. We got a 199 from Damien. Jeez, AEW can't go a week without someone bleeding. Bro, the blood wasn't plentiful like it was last week. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was very tame tonight. Last week. But that's what Brian has come to AEW for, bro. He wants to wrestle. When you wrestle, you bleed. Yeah, man. Go watch some old fucking WCCW fucking AWA shit, man. Boogie down. To bleed. I'm sorry, what'd you say? That the ring announcers bleed. Yeah. We got Boogie down with a new membership and Hoyt Reynalda with a seven-month recommitment to the VIP club. Thank you, gentlemen. Boogie down. What are you drinking, bro? Michael Crowley with a $10 super chat times two. How about at Survivor Series 2023 along with War Games do a forbidden door concept? Either WWE versus Japan or NWA or Impact or even NXT. They can do five-on-five five elimination or adopt a G1 Climax format. No. Now, just give me War Games and just leave it at that. Uh, and I like my- the, I, I got to admit, I like, I, I like the idea, but it was it, was, it just feels like a, a booking nightmare. Yeah. So. Good imagination, though, Michael. Also, he says, thoughts on bringing back Tyler Breeze, a Riker-less Forgotten Sons, AOP with Paul... The Ascension or TM61. Also, may I earn your email so I could share more creativity with a craftsman like you? Uh, Michael, my email is in my Twitter account, my Twitter bio. And uh, of all the teams that I would bring back that you mentioned, I would bring back AOP only. Bingo. With Paul. Paul Ellery, for sure. I would bring Tyler Breeze back as an NXT coach. Yes, Yes, I would bring him back, yes. Kratos with a 25-month membership, and he's got a gold microphone. Bro, we're going to add 36 and 48 months to that, bro, so you got a long way to go. Two master vault of glass challenges away from my time-lost-found verdict in Destiny. Great show tonight. I will take a liquid death on ice. OTS for life. Uh, bro, all I needed was my time-lost fate bringer, and I was good to go, bro. That's it. I still need a Vex Mythic class, man. You still need a Vex Mythic class? What the fuck's wrong with you? I don't fucking do Volta Glass. Bro, LFG, man. It's your best friend. Yeah. Listen, I need this sword from the dungeon, man. Does anybody play Destiny here? I need to know if this sword is farmable, man. I keep doing it once a week, and I just stop. (laughs) I need this exotic sword. It's fucking pissing me off. It's the only thing I I usually do during the week, and then level up guns that I've crafted. Ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, you get all them shits past level 16, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I got my Drang at level 15, and I'm working on my uh, my Arc Glaive, the Nezerak uh, yeah. Sin, for uh, you next have season. Your exotic I got it at glaive. level 7. Second? You have all three of your exotic glaives. No. Farm them. They're easy to farm, man. Where do you get them? The do I got to do that Wellspring shit? Wellspring. Fuck that garbage, man. Master easy Wellspring? 
Hmm? It should be easy now. Yeah, you're right. It should be easy. Now. It's easy to find. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Kratos. Good luck with that, bro. Um, Triple H era with a 499 super chat and a 499 super chat. Uh, he says, do you see Hangman interfering in the Punk Monster match after bringing him up tonight? Yes, I do. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. I mean, I put it like this. It's not just a possibility. If it doesn't happen, Hangman looks extremely fucking weak. Yeah. So it is. It has to happen on so, in some form of another. Jester's Court won with a new membership, brother. What are you drinking tonight, man? I bought this great whiskey, man. This fucking great whiskey. What the hell's the name? I took a picture. I posted it on Twitter. Um, two new whiskeys, bro. I got. I got. Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea and Oregon Spirit Bourbon Whiskey. This is 50% 100 proof, bro. Jesus Christ, man. Can't wait to make my old fashioned. I'm going to have one. I'm going to have two old fashions, one with each tomorrow, man. Do you have do you have a a, a Benny's Beverage Depot by you? No, I have uh, Total Wines and Spirits. Oh, okay. I thought Benny's was a national chain. Looking forward to my day off tomorrow, guys. Pasta for dinner tomorrow. Old fashions with my new whiskey. And I'm sitting down and I'm finally watching something I've wanted to watch. Bro, I'm watching Peacock and no. Black Phone, bro, on Peacock. No. Better Call Saul. Black Phone, bro. Fine. It's a movie. Watch it. Didn't start Better Call Saul. Yes. It's on the list of things to do. I told you. In- the ending of Better Call Saul wraps up Breaking Bad for us. Okay. Gotta right. watch it, man. The Cake with a 17-month membership. We haven't heard a lot from The Cake, bro. What's going on, man? Punk, Heart and Soul line was cold. But I feel like TK wants to pop a rating, putting the match on Dynamite. Also, JD, I found a new band called Arion. Never heard of them, bro. Are they copyright-free? I'd use them on the show. Thank you, Cake. 17 months, man. Uh, we got Tony Brown with a 199 Super Jet. AW just like Arby's. We got the meat. There you go. <laughs> there you go. They got the meat, bro. Oh, my goodness. Tony Brown, we love you, brother. Uh, Naruto sucks with a $10 Super Jet. Mox kissed Punk. Mox versus Punk in a tongue wrestling match for the AW champ. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? See? This isn't, this isn't Effie, bro. This isn't GCW mudslinging mm-hmm. fucking garbage, okay? Get out of here. See? Your fans. We got Nive45 with a $20 Super Jet. Hey, JD, I love the show, but I have to say Jesse's analysis is really bad. If CM Punk wasn't 100%, TK wouldn't bring him back. His analysis is pure speculation. Please keep Jesse honest and continue to hold his feet to the fire. Now, (laughs) I'll agree. I'll agree with the second half of that super chat i i i embrace being you know held to the fire if i say something bro i'm gonna i stand by it if i said it then i fucking meant it so hold me to it you don't disagree if you disagree with me that's cool but what i'm saying is not idiotic or way out of fucking left field it's just what i'm thinking at the time and there's reason for it doesn't make it crazy doesn't make it right it's just what I'm anticipating, but yeah, help me to the fire. But at all, at all time, I appreciate it, man. You got, you got to, because I do the same for him. I hold him to the fire when he says something. Yeah, he does. So, 
By all Getting texts during my live streams. Oh, you said this, you said this, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, fucking, yeah. Why would you say this? I mean, all the time, bro. We do it to each, we do it to each other all the time. So by all means, man, you know? Uh, Nive, thank you for the 20 Canadian, bro. Uh, Issa, thank you again for the 14 months. We love you. Um, I love you. I don't know when you're going to be back Issa. here. I don't, I, listen, I'm not going to Chicago, so uh, we're going to have to put off our... Uh, our um, the fuck am I saying? Uh, we're gonna have to put off our uh, our media sit together at the show for uh, full gear. Did you I'm ever not hear going. back? Did you ever hear back from that DM you sent about Chicago? What DM? DM you sent about the press passes. For who you? No. So what about you not getting your press pass? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm just not going. I I, I figured it's uh. I'd rather go to full gear. Bro. I can't do Chicago again, bro. You can't do it. okay? But- yeah. What's wrong with Chicago? Yeah. Nothing's wrong with Chicago. I just don't want to go to the same city over and over again. What's wrong with Chicago? Nothing's wrong with Chicago, man. I want to go to a different city. <laughs> but no, re- no reply back though. No. I don't know. Um, Will Bennett in the chat. You got an OTS Destiny clan? I do not. I do not. No. Uh, Joey D. Will they fight out super chat? Any relation to Tony D. Angelo? Why is WWE so successful? Why is Paul Levesque running his promotion better than Tony Khan is running Wednesday night and Friday night? Long term, I may have to do it, bro. I don't think Tony Khan would, uh, I don't think Tony Khan would ever invite me to another fucking media scrum ever again. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, Tommy Brannigan with a $5 Super Chat. Rampage is a waste at one hour. It needs to be two hours. It needs to be live just like Dynamite. Absolutely agree. Sean Watkins with a 10-month membership. Thank you, brother. CM Punk wins at All Out. MJF returns and attacks him to continue the feud and chase the world title. Just watch. Maybe you're right, bro. We don't know. We'll find out next week. I don't know. Yeah, so many moving parts right about now with that title. Yeah. Captain Solo with a $5 super chat. Great show, guys. Keep up the great work. Triple H and Tony Khan are the greatest. They're doing their shit, man. Gotta love it. Wrestling fans are eating good right now, man. Yeah. Podcast is thriving. My audience is bigger than it was uh, five weeks ago. Love it. Everybody's winning. Uh, James, $5 Super Chat. That kid got blasted by Dragon Lee. Go back, listen to it. The kid was like, Daddy. I was in tears. I didn't hear that, man. I got to go back and listen to that. Oh, I know, all I know is Dragon Lee landed in a puddle of something, man, whether it was soda or beer. It looked disgusting. No, I'm pretty sure you landed on a kid. And then maybe the beer spilled on him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Billy Sizane. What a final super chat. Jay, did we see Johnny Gargano next week in Cleveland? No. I think Johnny Gargano ends up with Paul Levesque. Robert Dion with a new membership. Robert Dion, what are you drinking, brother? Whiskey bar is right behind me, man. Open last call. What are you drinking? Uh, Matthew with a 199 super chat. No message. Billy with another $10 super chat. JD and Jesse, you guys rock. Please pray. Taking my kitty in. He's 15 years old. Listen, bro, I did it with mine. She's 20. Nothing but love and prayer, man. Love my fur babies. Joseph Taylor with a $2 super chat. Can I get a uh, Kevin Dunn? <laughs> uh, wood. Kevin Dunn ain't going anywhere, Joseph Taylor. Right now, anyway. Jeremy Lewis with a $5 Super Chat. It's my one-year anniversary as a member. Welcome back, Kenny Omega. Seeking surgeries is expected. Just storyline. 
Jesse's tacos suck hard. Cheers, JD. Jesse, what did you put in the tacos tonight, bro? Eh, yeah, change up the recipe. What are you going to do? We got a super chat, $4.99 from Hooker T. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, my God. Got to be my new favorite name. Hooker T with the four ninety nine Super Chat. Stone Cold Austin Riley met his counterpart, Brett the Hitman Batty, with that first at-bat homer tonight. Let's go Mets. Yeah, the Mets squeaked out a victory, bro. I won't be too, uh, too uh, over the moon about winning that game tonight. Jedi Joker with a $5 Super Chat. JD and Jesse, if you are interested, I'm thinking about starting a free OTS Community Fantasy Football League on ESPN. Anyone is interested, hit me up on Discord. I quit fantasy football. I don't play fantasy sports, bro, but have at it, man. I'm sure you get some interest. John L. with a 499 Super Chat. Punk Mox held back by the same security Wardlow beat for weeks is lame. Is that what happened? Should have had Ward feud with Brian Cage or someone instead of this crap with Sterling. I absolutely agree, bro. Absolutely agree. Could have been anybody. The fact that he yes, couldn't they, find somebody for Wardlow, bro, is just inexcusable. Yeah, they may, they, they may need to reevaluate this 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 Sterling guy, man. I mean, nothing is working for him. No. It wasn't working for him with Jade. It's not working for him now with Tony. It's some, I mean, it's just not working for him as, as far as managers go. No. Change it up. James with a five dollar super chat. Jerry and Jesse, would you like for me to mail you guys some Tennessee Old Smoky Blue Lightning 128 proof moonshine? Oh, Jesus Christ. Bro, I, I don't drink moonshine, bro. You can send me some of that fucking cookies and cream or cookie dough whiskey, bro, if they got it down there. I'll gladly take that, bro. I don't drink moonshine. I can't make my I can't make my old fashioned with moonshine, bro. Those, those, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing like flavored moonshines in like the basin jar bottles at the liquor store. Is yep. that legit actual moonshine? Or is I it don't just, think so. Yeah, I'm, that's what I mean. Is it like legit real no. fucking set it on fire and you blow up type moonshine? No, I don't think so. Oh. I appreciate the gesture, James. Uh, hit me up, bro. I, I'd lo- I want to, I really want to try some of this cookie dough whiskey, man. Make some old fashioned, but I got, I got some uh, recipes brewing in my head for the bar downstairs. You know, my mother's basement. Mother's yeah. basement. You know, where the green screens are. That's hiding my mother's, mother's basement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bushy Clementine with a $10 super chat. Two things. Yes. Chicago, we assholes do stay up late. Thinking of ways to do better a-holes. And your tacos are as useless as Cornette's booking. Legit love you, bro. OTS for life. Hot tacos are not fucking bad. Tacos. I don't know, man. I don't know what you put in the tacos tonight. Vincent Tarantini with a $5 super chat might get to break out my OTS sign for AEW 1026 and Raw 1128. Jesse and JD, you are number one. It's great, bro. Appreciate it. Uh, I will not be available, by the way. I will not be available for the middle of uh, October for uh, Dynamite. Uh, I will be, uh, I will be traveling to Ireland. Ah, I'll be gone for five days. There we go. So you may um, have to do uh, a rampage or a dynamite review by yourself, bro, on your channel. There we go. I'll we'll leave you to steal. One. I'll leave you to steal Sap's uh, audience. Yeah, I, I got this, man. Or Solomon's audience. I, 
I mean, nobody I else matters a, um, in the IWC. I mean, it's just us three, really. Yeah, I'm going to miss um, a show or two in September as well, though. Um, talk to you about it later. But I think, like, early to mid-September, I might miss one or two episodes. Okay. All right, just let me know. Yeah. Important shit going down. Man. There you go. All right. Um, yeah, guys, we are uh, about to get out of here. And... Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, bro. I don't know what the hell happened there. I mean, just so much happening so fucking fast. Dude. I don't know. Anyway, guys, um, I appreciate you all for stopping by. We had uh, nearly 2,700 people tonight. Kenny Omega returns. Number one in the IWC is always 136,000 plus is achieved. Podcast is rocking and rolling. I will be, if there is news, I'll be back with an extra tomorrow. Go check out the extra that I uploaded today, man. Lots of not, lots of good stuff in there. And then um, I'll be back live on Friday with SmackDown. I wonder what Triple H has got planned for SmackDown. Always something going on with Paul Levesque. And yeah. Continue to hit that thumbs up. Thank you for the super chats tonight. Hit the subscribe button. Follow me on social media at JD from NY206. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Thank you for all the love on TikTok tonight. Also, uh, with the video on TikTok I uploaded today, another 20,000 views over there. Awesome stuff. Um, thank you guys very much, man. Uh, I need two things from you before I get out of here. Number one, I need those guitar emojis in the chat. Because I'm a wizard with the $5 Super Chat. What's up, JD? Should WWE rebrand the current design of the tag team titles and merge into one set? Yes. Absolutely. I need my VIPs with those Mustang emojis, and I need that music on max. We got Kenny Omega coming back tonight, guys. Goodbye. And good night. Bang! I'll see you guys on Friday.